You may ask me why I serve the Lord Is it just for heaven's game Or to walk those mighty streets of gold And to hear the angels sing Is it just to drink from the fountain That never shall run dry Or just to live forever, ever and ever In that sweet old by and by But if heaven never was promised to me Neither God promised to live eternally It's been worth just having the Lord in my life Living in a world of darkness He came along brought me the light If there were never any streets of gold Having the Lord in my life Living in a world of darkness He came along, brought me the light Oh, He's been my closest friend Down for the years And every time I cry He cries on my tears Lots of y'all been going to the archive, just typing away, requesting it away, and um, got a lot of hits. I think um, a lot of hits. So we'll see how this one does. Last week, uh, Thursday was the most popular one, then Tuesday, 
you know, we got big response. But I'm trying not to lean too much towards what's popular because that's what's wrong with the world. You know, I want to want to go with what why people. I mean, the ones that are blessed have blessed the most. That uh, that have blessed the people the most. I really mean that. It's so easy to start looking at your numbers and. You know, everybody want to get bigger, bigger, bigger. Sometimes what's bigger ain't always better. Sometimes if you tell the truth, you won't be heard. You won't be liked. And you won't have as many friends. You won't have as many followers. So I have to remember that. I have to remember that. So anyway, folks, how are y'all doing tonight? Hopefully everybody's fine. Hope you had a chance to serve the Most High in spirit and in truth, as the scripture said. I hope you love your neighbor tonight and you um, didn't participate in anything that didn't glorify the Most High. Tonight, y'all, we are dealing with part, um, this is going to be the final part. We've done uh, we've done uh, four parts to this talk about Christianity versus Hebrewism versus Egyptology versus um, Islam. Trying to get a handle, a spiritual handle on what exactly is the religion of African Americans. Trying to understand better African Americans by examining how they worship and where they worship and who they worship and why they worship. And then going deeper and looking at what does the what does history have to say about this? Is the account of their worship. I mean is can we really track our people in history, and we can, we know that. I'm just, just, just sharing here tonight. I have enjoyed it. I must say, last show, I think I made a lot of people angry. I don't think anybody has ever complained that much about me as a host. And I've done some, a lot of thinking, and I also had a good friend of mine to go behind me and check out some things and see what he thought of the show. And somebody that will tell me about myself if I, if I overstep my boundaries. I like people around me like that. I don't like yes men. I don't like people that just say whatever just to be, have your friendship. And so I had this brother to listen to the show and, he gave me some constructive criticism on this, that, and the other. We'll talk about that a little later on. Before I get off into too deep the uh, topic, I want to remind everybody we do have a website, and it is a uh, a website that I, I love. I like uh, the content on it quite a bit. I've worked hard to put good content on it. It is located at www. Five smooth stones. That's F I B E, not the letter five. Smooth stones. Dot webs. W E B S. Dot com. This is our website. Um, 
and we would appreciate it. All of all, all of you all that has been following us, we've got several of y'all that's following our shows. If you will stop by that website, we ain't trying to get no money out of you. We just simply trying to spread the word. We should be trying to get some money out of you, probably like everybody else. That gives you the opportunity to give, and you know you tap into that law of giving. But we just haven't really focused on that. We've just been mainly focusing on trying to get truth out. So for those of you that want more information about the things we talk about, go to the website. We have some audios there. We have um, members, of course. And, again, this is a new site, so there's not a lot of people that's members, but you can communicate with those people that are. And uh, iron sharpen iron, you know. Um, but there's audio. There's all type of pictures with subtitles explaining where I was, if it was a, a travel photo. I have photos talking about each of the five smooth songs. Y'all know five smooth songs is nothing more then five answers I got from the Most High after really crying out to him in 1988. I asked the Most High five questions, and those five questions I call five. The five answers to those five questions we call five smooth songs. I'm not going to get into what the five questions were. Y'all just simply need to go to the website. Please go to the website, though, and register and uh, become a part of this large family. We really are trying to make a difference in people's lives. And if y'all listen to my heart and not always my head, you'll know that I really am trying to help our people by offering the solutions that I have found in my life. Everybody has learned some things in life. Everybody have a blog, so to speak. Everybody have a testimony. Everybody have a reason to be um, in the in the in the conversation of life. Everybody, I'm talking about you. The most have done something in your life that would change all of our lives. Listening to what he has done in your life, and this is what I try to do on this blog. I try to bring out those stories. My message. Last night, uh, to the uh, Egyptologists, I call them, those that really study uh, the motherland, Kemet, Africa, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, again, I'm going to do the same thing I did last night, and meaning I want us to pull on the successes, the things in our life that we know are real, things that we're not sure about, Let's just not trouble the people with that. If we have testimonies, if we have miracles, if we have things that we can't explain that happen to us, good. Let's talk about that. Let's visit the blessings. Let's visit the things we know for sure, like Oprah used to say, you're such and such years old, what do you know for sure? Didn't think I'd be quoting Oprah, but that was, that was a very good a question she would ask everybody. You're such and such years old. What do you know for sure? Let's try our best to talk about what we know for sure. I really, this is why I like a lot of women in the house, because sometimes with them being emotional beings, they have a tendency to lean towards truth 
more so than others, uh, than a lot of men do. Men get into these pissing contests and egos, and I really sometimes just want to hear what is it in your, and I see your hand in the, in the, on the phone lines. I'd just like to just just know what is it about you when we peel off all the layers, what's real about you? What have you what have you called? I'm talking to you, listener. What when did you see God? When did you see the most high? When did you see Ra? When did you see Allah? What has he done in your life? I don't want to talk about no fake preachers tonight. I don't want to talk about no churches. I don't want to talk about no greed. I don't want to talk about no rabbis that was crooked. I don't want to talk about no. I just I want to talk about the people that seek this being that we call God that have had lots of success reaching this Most High. I want to put the spotlight on them and find out what did they do to bring this miracle about? You know, anytime the Most High does anything, it's a miracle. He talks to you, it's a miracle, because it's outside of our understanding. So I'm looking for the miraculous tonight, not not to just glory in a miracle, but I'm simply looking for the Father in your life. I call him the Father, whatever you call the Most High. I want to, I'm tracking his footsteps. We're seeking a pure relationship with him, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for those of you that have these experiences that may not call yourself Christians. We want to know your story tonight. We want to know what makes you different. We want to know what makes you tick. Tonight is not a time so much to debate, you know, well, this is the wrong name, that's the wrong name. I mean, you can do that. That's okay if you want to talk about, well, y'all calling by the wrong name, but... So many times we've seen that lots of people that call, we know there was no gen Hebrew. But if you be honest, you look in the mirror, you know that there's millions of people that call on that name, that live good, wholesome lives, and they live circles around you and I, all in the faith that they had in the name called Jesus, and yet there was nobody that walked this earth of the Old Testament named Jesus. We know that. So, again, I beg each and every listen tonight, I'm asking as a host, and I would, I, I would just be very happy to accomplish this. Let's look at Christianity, Hebrew, Judaism, Islam, Egyptology. Let's look at all... Christianity, let's look at all these religions and let's look at the people that do have fruit, the people that do have something about them, the people that have that joy, that peace. And let's find out how is it they're in a, a, a denomination or group that's not my group, but they got that. How? Folks, that's what I'm looking for. I don't know what y'all looking for, but I'm looking for the peace, the joy, the happiness. I'm looking for miracles in my life. I'm looking for when I call out to my father, he responds like my natural father would. I mean, he comes through. He, he, you know, he picks me up at the bus stop if he's supposed to. You know, if he takes me, he's going to take me out to get an ice cream, he come and takes me. He pushes me in the swing. He don't just push me one time and disappear. 
you know, I'm running through the, through the woods playing with my father. That's all I want tonight. Why are you calling that land the wrong name? That was show one and show two. If you want to hear the proper names that Brother Yahshua was trying to share with us, listen to show one and show two. I counted over 100 names that he put out there. Well, maybe not quite 100, but it was quite a few in those first two shows, different things he said. Was name wrong, dates wrong? He believes that we are calling out on the wrong God. Lots of Egyptologists will go, will, will, will say the same thing. Many scholars say the same thing. But please note that there are multi-millions of people that disagree with them. Does that mean they're wrong because there's more people that disagree? No, not necessarily. They could be telling the truth. But people are looking for what is it? How do we reach the most high? Is he somewhere saying, call me by my proper name as I will strike thee dead? Is that what he's saying? Call Israel by his former name as I'm going to strike you dead. I mean, is that, that really? Is that the way we all when people pronounce our name? Do we always correct them so strongly? You know, if your name is, you know, if your name is Michael and they say, hey, Mike, or hey, you know, Matthew, sometimes we correct them, but sometimes we, we still come to them because we know where their heart is at. Would the most high be the same way? Now, I know once you learn, you're supposed to change. But why are we so dogmatic about names, places, time? I know what the brother was saying. It's important we give credit to whom credit is due. In Africa, Kimmon has been so, so, so disrespected. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know we talk about this for over a year now on this show. So real quickly before we get into the show, I've invited those brothers and sisters back. Don't know if they'll come. Don't know if they'll come. They probably won't. But they, if they're more than here, if, you, if you're here and you're one of those guests that was on last night, we do have a, someone with their hand up already. I'm going to come to you in about two minutes. But if anybody was here, if Sister X is in the house, Sister Tosh is in the house, brother, that's you in the house, press 1 on your phone if you would like to talk tonight. Please. Otherwise, I just want to say this to about those brothers and sisters. I apologize. I listened. To, I, I listened to the show a little bit, and I have, I have someone to critique me, and they didn't feel like those brothers and sisters felt. They felt like brothers said, "It is your show," and if you are uh, again, call. I'm coming to you in about a minute. Just give me one minute. Uh, uh, well, actually. Uh, Go ahead and just bring this call on. So anyway, I tried my best last night to be fair, and I I I can be a little bit controlling. And uh, this one person that listened to the show and I told him to critique me because he will tell me the truth. He said, "You know what? Here's your show. If you tell somebody to hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, and sound unprofessional, y'all sound like kids. It's best you put somebody on hold. This is your show." I don't want to be like this, my show. This is this is nothing. We're brothers and sisters. But what is this? What is this? This is just a time for us to be talking. I have no reason to be sitting up trying to mute people and stuff. We have better things to do, a lot to talk about. So tonight, 
Let's talk, let's talk, let's dig. Let's look at these religions. Let's look at these, uh, not, I don't like the word religion, but let's look at these different ways of belief. Let's look at these belief systems, and let's find the people that do have fruit. Let's not talk about tonight the hypocrites. Again, we know they're off. We know the, the folks that's in it for the money is off. We know the folks that's in it for anything other than the most high is off. So let's not talk about them. Let's focus on those that we know is real. Y'all know them. Y'all know the Muslims that you don't like them. You don't, you're not their religion. But you love the way they, they just seem to have that peace. In the back of your mind, you might try to just follow them. Well, I don't know what they're doing in the house. They may be fighting. They may be, you know, I don't really know. I don't know if they, but you know, you know. You know, you see that love and that that, that 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 husband's eyes. You see how he treats his kids. You see the peace they have. You see they don't get upset. They live long lives. You see, you see, you're not dumb. You're not stupid. So tonight, let's give credit to those people. Let's figure out what are they doing and is there a common thread. Eric code 859 I want to go ahead and come to you right now. Please give me your name and what location you are at. This is... This is John Clark in Kentucky. What's up, Brother Seth? Brother John from Kentucky. How you doing, my brother? I have been it's been a long well. time on the phone on the show I meant to say. How you doing? It all is well. Well, uh, my brother so did you get a chance to listen to the show yesterday or the day before? I mean the the, the last show or the first show or the third show we've done? Uh, three. This will be number four. Have you heard? Have you heard? I, I listened. I listened to show number three, and it was three hours. So as far as I'm concerned, that was one, two, and three. <laughs> I'm not really trying to listen to uh, a blog talk show for three hours, but that that was three hours strong. I listened to the whole show. It was very provocative. Um, I, I liked what I heard, and that's the reason why I called in this evening. Well, I'm glad, uh, my brother, that you had an opportunity to hear the show. I'm really glad. And we told you know, I'm, I got I got to have you tell us what you thought of it and and critique, please, uh, as best you can. Let us know because I am really trying to get the truth on. I want to be fair to people. I love my people and I love all people. Yes, I'm the brother that said I love white big time because white people. It's nothing more than black people with little or no pigmentation. All there is to it. Ain't no different breed of folks and all this crazy teaching we hear. So you bet I love white people. And I ain't apologizing for that. I may hate their ways, though. It's not like I hate them. so strong just what they do. So having said that, what did you think of the show yesterday? And did you learn anything from it? Or, and remember, tonight we're talking about those believers in the Christianity, in Islam, in Hebrewism, in Egyptologists, what's the common thread? What is it all about? How does it help us today? How does it help our way of life? How real? I mean, I kept trying to ask the brothers the question, what do your religion, how do your religion help you in your in your own personal life? Because if it's not helping you have a better marriage, if it's not helping you to reflect on your own stuff, if it's not helping you in different ways, then what are you doing? Which is religious. Is it alive? Is it? Can you test your religion? How do you know it's true? You're trusting a whole lot of people either way. You're trusting the white man. The, I'm talking about the wicked white man, not the little white guy across the street from you, but the one that's in power, that's controlling our planet, 
you control, you you trust in him whether you go any religion, any way. You trust him in a lot of fronts. So how can we believe in something to escape his deception? Only thing I can think of is miracles. Only thing I can think of is the Most High become personal and real to you. What do you have to say about that, Brother John? You know, I, I, I gotta. I'm gonna hit this as quickly and succinctly as I can. Um, and I'm going to look at it from a couple of different angles. The first one is just simply the critique. The second one is attempting to answer that given question that you've just put on the table. Um, before I even start the critique, I have to let persons know. It, persons probably, and when I say persons, I mean the guests that you brought on your show, possibly some of your listeners. I've known Brother Seth, and, and it's like it's not like we hung out. All the time, but I've known Brother Seth over 20 years. Brother Seth was kicking this type of knowledge over 20 years ago. I think I was probably 20 years old when he first brought it to my attention, along with me and a couple of the brothers in college. And the only reason I bring that to bring that up, up at ORU, up at up at big ORU. When I was listening to the show, it's almost as if. Um, I just think that it's important to state that you're not new to this. <laughs> you're not new to this, and and you've been a soldier at this for quite some time, and I think persons should know that. Uh, be it good, bad, or different, I just want persons to know that. From a critiquing standpoint, um, <laughs> the two chicks, uh, I shouldn't call them chicks because that's so, I guess that's probably. Yeah, you will get in them. trouble calling uh, them chicks. The ladies, yeah, the I ex and sister Tasha. We know your yeah, heart. Your heart ain't trying to call her no chick because you know we got right. I'm just saying, the feminine, the feminines, they were right. Uh, they held on for I think it was two hours and twenty minutes by what I was looking at on my phone uh, before they were able to speak. And uh, I apologize really to them. I did apologize. Yeah, as, as you should have, as you should have. Um, that to me is like, you know, they probably should have got a couple of words in at the outset and they probably would not have been so angry and have been had a better opportunity to lay out everything that they wanted to lay out. I think uh, Sister Tasha did an excellent job laying hers out in spite of how angry she may have been. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that a timing mechanism would be good to assist persons with staying in compliance with respect for one another, if they choose not to just be uh, respectful when a person wants to say something, uh, so on and so forth. The last thing I'm sure that anyone wants to to do, be it the guest or you as a host, is to listen to a show where everyone sounds like third graders uh, going off on each other and, and trying to, you know, get a word in edgewise. Uh, I think that as adults, we all could uh, give the floor when the floor needs to be given and, um, give a moment before we can speak, things along those lines, just organization, I guess. Um, but with that being said, the thing that stood out the most to me, Brother Yeshua, uh, I think his main thing uh, when you asked him about how do you impact hurting persons, and he was basically stating that through knowledge of who we were, what was taken from us, um, we can get back, and what, what I was kind of amazed at where back was, it was to the ancestors. And I was kind of like, well, who exactly is that? 
Um, I don't know exactly who these ancestors are, and if you know if they're flesh and bone, I don't know why I want to get back to uh, just another human, so to speak. I I, I was kind of a uh, myth at at, at that. Um, and just so people the, know, just so people know, when you say getting back to the ancestors, you are aware that he said getting our own land, getting uh, 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 the political. Uh, um, uh, uh, Mike, getting the socialism together, economics together, and yes. a government. You understand he meant that as all as well, right? Well, I, I did because he he made that very plain at the outset. So it was kind of like I didn't really get how getting back to the ancestors would bring that about. It's like if we get back to these ancestors, I believe he stated forty three laws that we turned our back on, backs on, and that's the reason why we're in the given situation and that. The turning our backs on these laws was stolen by uh, the Bible and, and these different things. I, ha- I have no idea how, how coming into an understanding of these given laws uh, and and getting back to our ancestors. Well, are you there? Brother John, are you there? I think I might have lost him. Hopefully he can. If you can hear me, Brother John, I, we cannot hear you. And I kind of had this call earlier when I talked to you, so you might want to get in a uh, kind of closer uh, window or something. Call me back because I definitely knew what you were saying in the end. But to piggyback on off of uh, what Brother John was saying when he, until he called me back is um, piggyback off of what he was saying. I want to say our ancestors, I have great respect for, and I do. Agree with Brother Yeshua that in returning back to these ancestors, our ways, I think, is what he was saying, the ways of our ancestors. Obviously, if everybody turned back to the ways of the ancestors, we would be better off. We would be have a more, uh, uh, um, what can I say, life would be just better because, you know, the Bible says as society moves on, young people will grow wicked and wiser. That's the scripture. Uh, so we know that our young people is getting further and further away from the Most High, and we need to return back to the ways of the ancient. That's the scripture says that. So the brother is not off by saying just returning to the way of the ancestors, but I specifically asked him, "What do you want?" And he, y'all heard him say, and I wrote it down. And he didn't really have much to say about the spirituality, folks. We live on a planet, and Brother Yahshua has a mission. And his mission should be accomplished. He should continue to teach what he feels is truth. But I just want to put some on everybody's mind. Again, so what if we are? Let's just go. Let's just talk about some for a second. What if the brother is right? I know some of what he's saying is right. I just know people always have some degree of truth. What if the brother is right? What if everything he said about us calling? Christ and Moses and all these people was Africans, and they changed the story, dates, times, places. We will need that. We will need that. And that's one of the reasons I brought him on the show. I want Brother Joseph Johnson and everybody else that feel like Africa has gotten a bad rap, and I feel like that too. I want us to find out exactly what this motherland has produced. I want her to get Every credit due her. 
If we, if his name wasn't Moses, his name wasn't Moses. If his name wasn't Yeshua, name wasn't Yeshua. But when you come and talk to somebody like me and somebody like some of you, I know some of y'all. Y'all are very serious people. People can't come to you with just any old thing. They've got to come with some strong, strong doctrine. They've got to be able to prove what they're saying to be true. Other than just saying, just believe me because I'm telling you. And if you go this way, you're going to perish. You know, and saying all these names, nobody understands but just you and the folks following you. Now, the brother did say in his defense, he said many times, go and research, go and research, go and research. I've given points for that because a lot of us don't do that. But just because he's saying that, just believe it's just Christians that would say the exact same thing. That don't mean he's right because he said, go research this. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. Go research this, my brother. All of them say that. All of them say that. Every single religion out there, go research it. This is out there. It's out there, my brother. You ain't got to believe me. They all say that. So tonight, I'm going to say it again. I want us to just have a serious, we're going to get deep tonight, but I want us to do something that's a little uncomfortable. I want us to look at this people called Egyptologists. And I want us to really look at their life because the Bible says you, you know them by their fruit. Let's pick out the ones that do have fruit in their life. But let's pick out the ones that have uh, fruit in their life and let's find out What's their secret? What's going on with them? And I'm trying to get Brother John back on this line because this brother, uh, I don't know if I hung up on him. Um, so just bear with me, people. Give me about three seconds. I want him to finish what he was saying. Then we're going to Okay. Oh, Okay. Okay, so everybody, Brother John is now back, and uh, I want you to finish what you were saying. Then we've got somebody else that want to comment as well. Are you on the phone line right now? Yeah, Are I you just call back in. Okay, well, let, let me just get you off this line then. Go ahead with what you want to say on the other line. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me just hang on one of these I'll call back. Okay, there we go. There we go. Now, go ahead what you were saying. Okay, anyway, we're back. Let's see if I can bring the brother back now. Okay, Brother John? I'm here. Sorry about that. 
That's okay. Sorry, sorry about that with me. I didn't know if I hung up on you. That's the one reason, one reason I called you because I said I hung up on you. That's why I call you. I don't normally call folks. But go ahead with what you were saying, then I'm going to finish my point because you was going out a very good, making a very good point there. Go ahead. If I may, at what point did I get cut off? Because I actually finished my entire statement and didn't realize I wasn't even on the line. Well, you were just basically saying, I know Brother Seth, and that's you was just talking about um, – you was talking about Brother Yashua. Just told Brother Yashua. That's pretty much where you where you left off. Well, it, 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 all I was saying about uh, what Brother Yashua was saying is that we need to get back to our ancestors, and and once we get back to our ancestors, uh, I guess that's when this this land and this social the social economic system will be in place, and and I, I you know all these different things. Um, I, in spite of the inaccuracies. And the tampering of the Bible, I still uh, believe very strongly in the prophecies of the Bible. One thing's for certain is that the gathering is, it's a gathering. That means that someone gathers us. Uh, we do not gather ourselves. We do not get ourselves together. We do not uh, go here or go there, whatever the case may be. Um, and that gathering, to me, is what's going to take place uh, when the Messiah returns. Um, again, I, I'm, I respectfully disagree with, with what he was saying, uh, and uh, you know, I just leave that at that. Um, I, I won't address what the sisters were saying um, uh, because well, I know the ones who was just really upset. In his defense, in his defense, let's ask a question because we got some Egyptian soldiers on the line. They're listening. They may think, well, the reason why you disagree with him because you're a Christian. So let's do this. What if he writes? Well, that's the thing. Uh, I, I what what if the brother? You know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, what if he's right? What if he's right? Can we are we open minded enough to entertain? What if he's right? What if the God we call on is the wrong name? What if uh, uh, the places we call Israel wasn't called Israel? What if Moses wasn't really Moses? What if all these things we call was just typing shadows of Egyptologists? Go from there. How would your salvation change? How would your walk with the Most High? So that means you're calling God the wrong name. Are you experiencing miracles in your life? Do you have the peace, the joy? Do you? Ha- I mean, does it affect you? It, it if if, if, if he was right, if 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 he were right, um, as a matter of fact, <laughs> this this will, this will be a very bold statement to make. He's not right. Okay. Um, I, I won't even answer that question because he's absolutely wrong. Um, it, I, I'm not particularly concerned with all these given uh, archaeological finds, facts. I'm not even concerned with the miracles because even Satan will come as an angel of light. He will be able to produce miracles through his false prophets. I'm not even concerned with that. That's how deception will take place. The one thing that I'm concerned with is the word of faith that's in my heart, which brought me to the place that I'm in now, and that's the same word of faith which will allow the elect, not Christians, make a distinction, not Christians, the elect of God. They are peppered. As a matter of fact, the one sister who came from the Church of God in Christ, I'm inclined to believe that in spite of how she may feel about be it the Bible or be it about whatever, that the Spirit of God indwells her. I know that I've made mistakes and I've made errors and, and I've been taught wrong stuff, but that makes me no, no less of the elect 
just like Samson was running around chasing Philistine women. He was still the, the elect. It is what it is. Isaac, elect. Why? Why? It's, it's God's choosing. It's the way he approaches it. And who are we to judge or to... So, with any, if he told me I'm wrong, I'd be like, cool. I think every person on this line who listens to this uh, subsequent to the taping of this should just simply serve the God whom you feel is God. Because the elect of God, they will respond to the call of God, and they will not obey another. And so anyone who listens to this, you're the target audience. You are the target market. All of this is about you. There is a war that's raging in the heavenlies for your very soul. And you can follow. You can choose and go whichever way you want. It's not going to be... It's it's not gonna be like you hurt Brother Yahshua's feelings or Brother Seth's feelings. You need to do what's good for you and your family. If you are the elect and you sense the calling of God upon your life and you sense his urge in your heart, the word of faith is in your mouth. You don't have to go to Egypt, you don't have to go into the depths, you don't have to go up into the heavenlies to find that. All you have to do is believe. That's all you have to do. And so that's all that I that's all that I really care about. And that's the reason why I can say emphatically, yeah, Brother Yahshua is wrong. <laughs> because when I know something, I know something. And it's not based on any facts. I don't care about the, the Egypt, Egyptian digs and what we found over in the I didn't even I'm not even gonna listen to the first two shows just because I'm not trying to be closed minded. All I'm trying to say is that when you faith is something that you know, even though you don't see it. And I know. I'm not you know I don't know. Well, you know, you know what? Like that. Uh, uh, there is someone that that has a question or comment. Uh, Eric code six six one. I'm coming at you in a little bit. If you want to stay online to answer this question, uh, you can. Otherwise, um, and Brother John is not my guest. He just happened to call in. Y'all know how sometimes I let callers hang around like I do, Brother Joseph. But uh, if you want to hang around, we can take this call. Otherwise, I want to say this real quick. Okay. Why you decide? Why you? Why you thinking about that? Uh, I think what you're doing is what I'm trying to do with this show. You are just going into the spirit. Again, Christians, Romans 2 talks about somebody that was not circumcised, like Israel told, like God told, the, the, the God of the Old Testament told Israel to be. They was not circumcised. They did not have the law. They did not have the law. They did not know no prophets, but they had a circumcision of the heart. How did they get a circumcision of the heart and they didn't have no law? How did they please the Most High? Nobody want to answer the, the the person with the circumcision of the heart in Romans 2. This person did not have a law. They don't know about no Shabbat. They don't know about keeping feast day. They don't know about wearing this or that. They didn't know nothing about no laws. But the Most High said they had a circumcision of the heart. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're going higher than religion. We're going higher than laws. We're going higher than, well, you're supposed to stand here or wear this. So we're supposed to know your ancestors, serve your ancestors. You're supposed to call them by the right name. We're going higher than that. These people didn't even have a book, a law. They didn't know, know God. What about Mars Hill? When Paul went to Mars Hill and they had a sign that said to the unknown God, Paul goes up there and starts to preach, Apostle Paul I'm talking about, and he says, y'all had a sign said to the unknown God. He goes on to preach and said, I'm talking to y'all about the God that you're talking about. 
Now they was up there worshiping, so they actually they they couldn't have been worshiping looking like well, how Paul looked when he worshipped because they didn't even know who this God was. They said to the unknown God. That's what they're saying in the back backwoods of Africa to the unknown God. That's what they're saying in 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 in, in, the, in the areas where people hadn't heard the gospel to the unknown God. Why do we feel like those people's worship is some different? Well, what if they got it wrong and they calling him some other name? Is their heart right? See, to come in Jesus' name doesn't necessarily mean you come using the name Jesus. The Bible says that Christ said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. When you look at that word me, I challenge everybody listening to me what the Scripture says, and I'm coming to you, Eric, code 661. When Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man comes to the Father but by me, go look up that word in the Hebrew. Me. It means the I and the I. This is what the Rastafarians talk about all the time when they say I and I. They refer to themselves as I and I. I and I is going to do this. I and I is going to worship Jah. We're going to stay with Jah, the I and I. They get that from that. I and I just means spirit. It just means spirit, the I and the I. That's all it means. Go research it. Don't listen to me. So when Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and life, no man comes to the Father but by me, this is what he was saying. I am the way, the truth, and life, no man comes to the Father but by the Spirit. What spirit? Yes, very much. It's a spirit that they knew this person found. This person found that spirit in Romans 2. They did not have no law. So a lot of people we throw in hell, Egyptologists, Muslims. I'm talking to Christian folks. And some of y'all uh, Muslims trying to throw the Christians in hell. Bottom line is always going by the Spirit. And I think that's what Brother John was saying. And that is what I'm trying to go tonight if I don't get nothing else over. There is something higher than these laws that the Most High gave Israel. The Bible said the law is for the lawless anyway. How come that scripture is a problem to some of y'all? Talking to the Israelites right now. Why is that scripture such a problem to you, some of y'all? Because you, you, you want to establish your own righteousness by keeping these laws. The Bible says we cannot, our righteousness is just filthy rags. If we, they can keep the laws to, to, to the perfection how do you think you're going to pull it off living in this decadent society called America? Eric Code 661 I'm coming at you. Go ahead with your question and comment. What is your name and in, in area, please? Uh, my name is Akbar. I'm in Los Angeles. Akbar? Yes, sir. Akbar in Los Angeles. This will be interesting. I don't think we had a West Coast caller in a while. Go ahead, Mr. Akbar. Um. Well, I, I mean, I hear you. You know, as far as saying, um, you know, uh, you know, the I and I and the spirit. Uh, I mean, we kind of go back. Got the spirit, which is. Oh, God's you just word. broke up on me. Repeat that you broke up. I didn't hear the last two words you said. Okay, uh, I said we got to go back to the essence of the spirit. You know, what I'm John. Which okay. is God's word. If you can hear me, which is God's word, because his word is his righteousness, and his righteousness is eternal. And there are other spirits in this earth. So when you say that you are in the spirit, what spirit are you in? Um, the, the, the scriptures, even when he told Moses to build the, the Ark of the Covenant, he said that he wanted his word as the foundation. Now, was, was his seat, the mercy seat set upon his word is, is, is eternal, it's never changing, and he's not the author of confusion. So when you say something like, whatever I know or what I, whatever I feel is right must be it, I think that's what's leading most people uh, into their own definition of what's right and what's wrong. Let, let me say this, my brother. I must give you a trophy. 
I must give you a trophy. Out of everybody I've talked to on this subject for the last four shows, that has been the most intellectual, spiritual response I've ever had. And I'm not trying to just, I don't even know you. This is what I long for. Now, you just made a very valid point. You said, what spirit are you of? There's a whole spiritual realm out here. You can be of any spirit. But at least you're in the spirit. I don't even know if you know what you're saying. You're now in the spirit. We're now talking about the spirit. We left earth. We've left the natural. And we are where the most high is, where he dwells, where his heart dwells. Now, you mentioned something. You said his word, his word. Well, his word been tampered with. So we have got, it's a lot to say trust his word. The, Christ said out of his own mouth, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. The word has been tampered with. This is why people like the person of Romans 2 was able to be accepted by the Most High without the law. Do not, my brother, do not, my brother, do not, Brother Akbar, as intelligent as you are, ignore Romans 2 believer. That believer is was king. That's what that's what Israel problem was. Them were some knucklehead people. That's why the Most High had to give them laws. They was knucklehead. They wasn't walking with the Most High. The law is for the lawless. It's for people that don't walk with the Most High. They can't hear His voice. So He got to say, "Well, stand here and do this." Well. Dang, blasted, listen, just give me one day. I want every day. I didn't make you for just no one day. I want to walk with you. He walked with Adam daily in the garden. Now all of a sudden the Israelites come on, on the scene. Now we just got one day. That was because there was knucklehead. Do you think that the Israelites would say, Father, we want to walk with you every day. We'll walk with you on the Shabbat, but we want to also walk with you on all the other days. You think he's going to say, no, nah, I ain't got time. You know, I got to go work. <laughs> no, he would have said, yes. He wanted what he wanted with Adam. So I hear what you're saying. The word we do need to balance the spirit and the spirit to word. But if ever there's doubt, you go with the spirit because the spirit is not going to lie. But man can tamper with the word because the word is in the natural realm and everybody got out of translation. If you want to, my brother, tomorrow you can have out of translation. All you got to do is get a bunch of priests and y'all come with your own translation and they may acknowledge it and it'll be in people churches. So we, we got to be very wise. Yes, the Bible has a lot of king things in it, but there are several people that surpassed it because they saw a relationship with the Most High. But then you said something. You dropped the bomb. You dropped the strongest bomb I've heard so far. You say, well, well, what spirit you have? The Bible says you know them by their fruit. Do you have the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit? The, this spirit we're talking about tonight. That is in Christians, some Christians, some Muslims, some uh, Egyptologists, some. I think they're in every walk of life because there's the human spirit. There's this 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 cry out for the Most High in a lot of people's heart, and a lot of people break that barrier and they do please the Most High, and they may not be calling themselves a Christian or a Muslim. So when you say what spirit are you of, I think we got to ask this question after that. Do you have the fruit of the spirit or the characteristics of the spirit? They are love, joy, faith. Long suffering. This is what we. This is the diamond. This is the the jewel of great price. This is the spice of life. This is why I'm in this thing, man. This is why I do what I do. It's all about the fruit. The the fruit of the. I mean, the, yeah, the fruit. The characteristics of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. Do you have the love? You know how how much money people spend to try to get love. How about joy? 
the peace, that peace. How many people would spend everything they got just to get peace of mind? How about long-suffering? Long-suffering means the ability to just take some things that life dish out. You ain't going to crumble at every little thing. How about faith? The Bible says you come to me in faith, believe you shall receive. You know that's important. These are gifts that the spirit, when it dominates your life, have. So when you say what spirit you are, we don't know unless we look and see do we have the characteristics of the spirit. Let me, let me add something to that, though, also, because Romans also tells us, um, you know, how will we know if we sin without the law? How will we know we was doing something wrong had the Most High not given us a basic diagram of the do's and don'ts? And the scripture also tells us the laws are not grievous, meaning they are not hard. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, my brother. And brother, just hold on, brother John, because I do want you to jump into this too whenever you want to. But real quick, let me say this to you. What you just, it's a lot of misquoting the scriptures. And okay. every time I, you just did it. You just did it. When you said, Paul said, I would not have known sin had not the law been introduced to me. He was telling us the purpose of the law. You got to read that in contents. He was saying, I was alive without sin once. I was alive without the law once. When he didn't have no law, he didn't know there was sin. And when the law came into the picture to straighten his heathen behind out, when it was introduced, then sin was introduced. But the law was given to him to help him not kill himself. But at the same time, it introduced guilt. And the Most High came to get rid of that guilt. So we needed the law so we would know what to do with our bodies, what to do with our minds, what to do with our health, what to do with our wives, what to do with our children, what to do with everything. So but without no law, there is no sin. There is no guilt. There is no condemnation. So we, the Most High want us there. He wants us to not have the condemnation and the guilt. So, but yet when we got the law and the law was introduced, then sin came. And the guilt came. And the Father don't want us having that guilt that Adam had. He don't want us having the condemnation. The Bible says he was in Christ, not imputing sin unto man. He does not want us to have the gift of shame. That's the hope of Christ coming. So all Paul was saying, he was trying to show us the value of the law. He said, was in the law bad? And he says, God forbid, the law was trying to you know, bring him to this certain point. He was going on to say that now since Christ has come, we're no longer under law. And where there is no law, there is no sin. Romans 7 Romans 7 says it's like a, a husband, a wife, when she, when, she, when her husband is alive, he, she's bound to that husband. But when her husband dies, she's loose from that husband. We're not under the law. We're not justified by the law. If, if you were smart and if you was wise, you were still trying to keep it because it's a good thing to do and it salvage your life. But when you start trying to trust it for your righteousness, like most of these Israelites do, Hebrew Israelites, they just try to live it and keep it. They try to keep it for their own justification's sake. That's when you get in trouble. They try to be justified by their own righteousness. That's when you get in trouble. Should you be trying to keep it? Well, I'm going to walk 30, 30 seconds, sir. I, I know I talk a little longer, and I'm going to try to be a lot more respectful tonight. I'm going to make this real quick. The most high don't want us with that guilt. He don't want us with that shame. The Christ came to take away sin. We have accepted something called the gift of righteousness. You talk to most of these people on this line, Hebrew, Israelite, even some Christians, Egypt, Egyptologists, and ask them about something called the gift of righteousness. I guarantee they don't want to know what you're talking about. But that's why Christ came. The biggest story, the biggest story ever told. He came to take away our sin by offering us the gift of righteousness. Why was the father and the son not imputing sin on the man? That woman was calling adultery. Why didn't Christ say, look, you was calling adultery? The law said, why didn't he 
do some of that lady because at that point the father was not imputing sin unto man. Is he doing it today? No. He is not imputing sin to man. However, when we sin, there is a consequence, but he is not imputing sin to man. He stopped that with Christ. Now, do we should we keep these laws? I think we should as wise, but not to be justified by. Go ahead, but, and we got all kind of hands that don't went up now. I just want to say this. Um, you make it seem as though the law is optional. Now, it says if, if, if you break one law, you done, you done broke them all. But that's Thank what I'm saying. It also says that the laws are not grievous, meaning they are not hard. It's not hard for you not to kill someone. It's not hard for you not to cheat on your wife. It's not hard for you to not worship other gods. It's not hard for you not to steal. These things are not hard. And once you are in the law, you are no longer bound by the law because then you are in the spirit. Say that uh, again. If I may. That last. Go ahead, Brother John. Well, I. I... Hello, brother John. You can. You need to get by a window. You, you're breaking up. I don't. I don't want to lose you again, brother John. Just keep talking. You come back in because you don't broke uh, up again. But listen, why? I, 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 I keep going until brother John get in. But I mean, when we talk about these, the uh, um, the, the manip- manipulation of scriptures, the scriptures also tell us study to show yourself approved. So once you're on the track uh, of truth. It's a snowball effect, and you you are going to study. You're going to end up in the Hebrew. You're going to go back to whatever you need to go to to get the true essence of the word. And when you go into that and you talk about the Muslims and, and these other religions uh, that may have truth in their heart or in their works, you also have to understand this all has a seed that has been diluted. But all these religions have an origin from which they came, which was the religions of the mother and child. There's another spinoff where Christianity came from, where the Prophet Muhammad uh, came with, with his Christian uh, strand. But, but, let, uh, let me, but let me say this, but let me say, cause I, I, let me say this, let me say this, my brother. The one thing I don't want to do, I want us to stay in the spirit. Now, I hear what you're saying, but the thing I don't want to get into, and I'm telling you, some of y'all got your hands up, and this is not going to be right, but I don't want to get into where well, you should keep this, you should keep that. But what we're trying to look at is, how come those people in Romans 2, I'm telling you, every one of y'all on hold, I'm going to ask you this. You don't have to answer it. I'm just, as a host, I'm going to present this to you. What about people that did not have any of these laws and they pleased the most high? I'm telling you, it's all about the heart. It's about the spirit of the person. These laws can be debated. They always have been. Before we came, after we gone, they're going to always be debated because man got their ugly, nasty hands in them, twisting the scripture head, taking this book out, adding this book, hiding it. We don't even know if we got the correct Hebrew. That's why I don't even feel comfortable saying shalom. I don't feel comfortable saying nothing in Hebrew. I heard that when I went to Israel, I've been to Israel eight years straight, and they say whenever they do the you know, when they're speaking, they hear that, they make, you hear that Well, they say the Orthodox Israelites, the Orthodox priests over there will not do that. I say, what? They will not do that. They said the Orthodox will not do that. I'm thinking to myself, why won't the Orthodox do that? Because they said that's not the real, that's not a real verb, a, a, a letter, a language. So, Who's to say that these people don't went and made up some letter to make us go as though we're spitting at Hebrew, spitting at the Most High? I don't trust some people, man. 
So all these folks trying to quote Hebrew, trying to make you feel bad because you don't. I don't get off on that. I'm telling you. I really, really, really don't. So I want to kind of just bring this all the way back to the spirit of Brother Akbar. And I'm going to make this as quick as possible. Brother John, you're back on the air now. Uh, and I don't know what happened, Brother Yashua. Hopefully him and Sister X and the other sister will call back. But I mean, we'll call in. But listen, real quick, my Brother Akbar, then we're going to go to the other questions. And now, Brother, anybody else have your hand up? I'll press one again because some of y'all let y'all hand in. I guess I must have called. Anyway, real quick, my brother, in the spirit. You know, that's why there's so much misunderstanding among the Israelites. These folks do not understand. They really think that they're supposed to be trying to keep this to perfection to where they, it's okay to keep all of those laws. Whatever you can keep, keep them. Eat what they told you to eat. Because the Israelites was given that, and it was a good thing. But the Bible says well, the law was a schoolmaster. How come Israelites look at that and go, yeah, schoolmaster, and they just want to read the next verse they got to? No, what did he just say? It's a schoolmaster. It's not the real deal. It's to take you to the real deal. Now, I'm going to say it again. Should you keep the feast days? Yes. Should you keep the Shabbat? Yes. Should you keep all of the laws you can? Yes. So what are you really saying, brother? Why don't you say you don't have to? I'm saying you should keep them. But you should not try to be justified by them. That means you walk around feeling like you're more righteous because you keep them. That's uh, feeling like you're pleasing the most high. You cannot please the most high, whether you keep them. uh, If his own people, Moses and all of these Patriarchs could not please the Most High. High priests, back in the time when it was a more simple life, they didn't have all this decadent society. If they couldn't please the Most High, he told them, your righteousness is filthy, right? How in the world we think we can please the Most High, keep the laws that we don't even have all of them, we don't even have all the books, we don't even understand what it is. Some of it don't even relate to us. It's foolishness. Accept the gift of righteousness. Accept the gift of righteousness. Accept the gift of righteousness. The Bible said you can work for it, it's no longer a gift. Accept it. When you pray to the Father, you have to go having accepted that you are as righteous as the Most High Himself as a gift. The Bible said, Blessed is the man who the Lord will not impute sin. That's you. You are now part of Father Abraham. The Bible said, Blessed is the man who will not impute sin. It was talking about Abraham, and then Father talked about how the Abraham was going to be a father of many nations. We are part of those nations. Our sins are not imputed. Unto us. This is what Paul was saying in Romans 7, Romans 5, Romans 6. Even start off Romans 6, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a breather. In Romans 6, he said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Do you know why he started that chapter like that? Because he knew people were saying, Well, Brother Seth, if what you're saying is true, then we can just sin, 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 sin. That's why he said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Because Romans 5, it sure sounded like he was saying it's okay to sin. But all he was saying was you cannot please the most high in none of your efforts. You should keep the law because you'll be healthier. You have a healthier marriage. You have a healthier children. Everything will be better with you. But you cannot please the most high doing that. My brother, i got to move on. You got a last comment, please? Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, scripture also says the most high himself that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And also I just want to add that Christ kept the laws. And if we're supposed to be well, so-called, well, he's our example, and we should follow what he did. All right. And I uh, appreciate your comment, Brother Akbar. And the one thing I just say to you real quickly is when you walk with the Father, like I'm talking about, and, and, and when you accept that gift of righteousness, 
The Bible says when you love your neighbor and love the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, and body, that's that person that's walking with him. That's that person in the backwoods of Africa that don't have never heard the gospel. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. There's people that can do that. They just don't know his name. They're on Mars Hill. That's who Paul was talking to. They had a sign to say to the unknown God because they didn't know his name. And they were just loving him without knowing who he was. And they loved their neighbor. They were in the spirit. So we got to be very careful because that means we got to go dig up all these dead people and say, well, you got to keep all these laws. You ain't going to make it. It's just so clear to me. I don't know why we can't get it. Real quick, Brother John, you got anything to say? Cause, uh, actually, let me go to somebody else. Brother John, you still there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you're on the line. I want you to stay with me if you don't mind. Area code, who was first? Brother Gabriel, I think, was first. And then I'm coming to you, 804520. Uh, Brother Gabriel, I apologize it took so long, my brother, but if you will go ahead and share this. I know your name is Brother Gabriel of Chicago. Go ahead. Shalom, Barakatha. Peace and blessings. Ahabatha. Peace and blessings. So, uh, first question What was Christ's first words of his ministry in uh, Matthew 4? What were the words of John's ministry, the Baptist? His first words, that's good. Go ahead. Yes, sir. What were the first words of his ministry? Uh, I can't think right now. Brother John, you remember his first words? I have no idea. I'll tell you Bible questions for $500. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. John baptized for repentance unto the Most High. So what is repentance? Okay, I'm going to get an answer. Repentance is turning away from, or more importantly, turning back to the Father. How are you turning back to the Father? Turning away from sin. Sin is transgressing to the law. So I'm not saying every man is justified. Oh, so basically, if you go spoke Romans 10, but you never go to 4 and 5, it says those that the law was given unto Moses and those that live by them, righteousness. I, I Miss Hoyt, I need to get the sword, but long story short, don't. And I'm gonna say it like this: One minute you say we don't have to keep the laws, and the next minute you say we do. It's like you, you say, hold, hey, on, hold on, brother Gabriel. Hold on, brother Gabriel. Right Let me just, just like, hold, on, hold, hold on one second, because this is why I keep getting misunderstood with this, and that's the only reason, only reason why I interrupt you, because I'm gonna really try not to interrupt people tonight. And and Eric, eight zero four five two R C. I'm trying to come at you. Just just give me, be patient with me, brother Gabriel. I'm going to say this. Please, everyone, listen, because I hate to be misunderstood. Every time I talk about this, people say, they say, I'm saying you don't keep the law. The way I believe, you've got to keep more than 613 laws. Because there's laws that govern 2012 that they need in, in, in back in ancient times. Like whether or not to have a cell phone, whether or not to eat this, whether or not to eat that, whether or not to go on the Internet, how long you stay on the Internet. That, all, law don't cover all that. You got to be led by the Spirit. The Spirit is the one that administers what we should do and shouldn't do. It is the law. It is the authority, not some law that relates in some points. Anytime people start telling me about the law, I love to get into it when I've got time. And I try to say, well, what laws do we keep? And I bring, I, I literally have a copy of all 613. And I go to each one of them and say, well, do we keep this? Do we not? You need to hear how so many people start acting when they see some of these laws. It's so confusing what you're trying to, to ask people. And again, like Paul said, you're putting something on us that our forefathers could not do. You don't know which ones to keep. You don't know which ones is relevant or not. There's laws that say we're supposed to stone our children. But if you listen to the Spirit, 
which I'm advocating, the Spirit is going to say, no, don't, 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 rock, don't kill your kid with no rocks. We're not doing that. The Spirit is going to divide you. It's just, I think the reason why people don't like the Spirit is because so many people have misunderstood it and done crazy, wacky things and said, the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit. Whereas the law is written, it's clear, you can see it, and we can easily see whereas the Spirit, you can't. And I think that's why it's not respected. But I'm telling you, you do not want to go talk to this Most High. You don't want to talk to this being walking off in there talking about you don't kept the Shabbat and you did this and you did that. It, you cannot please him like that. You can reserve your life. You can eat better by following the law. All of those laws will salvage your life. They will help you. But in terms of getting you in the holiness of holiness before the presence of the Most High, you better go off in there with the gift of righteousness and just knowing it's been given to you and by faith accept the fact that you are the righteousness of God made in Christ Jesus, uh, uh, Yahshua. And, and just, I mean, I'm just telling you, y'all are some very dangerous, dangerous terms. I love y'all, brothers. I see y'all's heart. Thank, thank the Most High, Brother Gabriel, that you're in Chicago there, and you're at least trying to keep some law. So, Thank you for keep holding my foot to the fire and said, brother, we got to keep commandments. But, Brother Gabriel, I actually believe that there's more than 613. I sometimes keep commandments that ain't in nowhere in that Bible. Nowhere in the Bible. Sometimes the most I say, shut up, don't say nothing. This bill collectors, they don't say nothing. Sometimes I always pull me over and talk to me like I got. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's some things we do every day that don't have nothing to do with those laws. Y'all are doing stuff every day that the Bible did not tell you to do. You need how you know you can do that? You need the Holy Spirit. This is a different day. This is why the Spirit and when we you can't ignore scriptures like Romans two, a person that didn't have a law. You can't ignore what the scripture says. You'll be judged by your conscience. You can't ignore uh, 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 Romans six uh, and seven that talks about there is no that the law is a schoolmaster. To me, it's a lot of ignoring those scriptures. But I'm not talking about you, but a lot of people ignore a lot of those scriptures. Because you can't throw some scriptures out. You've got to go with the whole Bible. And when you go with the whole Bible, it's not saying that we're justified by those laws in the Old Testament. We're not. Should we be keeping them? Yes, if we can, but not, not to try to be justified. Going to the Father and feeling good about yourself because you did you are, your righteousness, brother Gabriel, is as filthy rags. Well, I kept the Shabbat today. We had a wonderful time. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. Well, I didn't put nothing in my body, and I eat certain kind of food. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. You can't work, approach the holy, most Yahweh, whatever you're calling, uh, the most high. You can't approach this being talking about you done done this, you done done that. You're from America. No telling what you do. You probably look at violence out there on TV because that was a good movie with Will Smith. We break up all kinds. Man, please, we can't. We don't have no chance to plead this being. We've got to accept the righteousness as a gift. Go ahead and finish your comment. Well, you said a lot of things, brother. I love you, but this is what you do, brother. You don't have to take my word. You don't have to take nobody's word. You say you go by the Spirit. If the Spirit... That's leading you, telling you to do what you do, and that's what you want to follow. And you, and the Bible tells you to try the spirit to see if it's of the Most High. When old to new, you can flip it through and say, "Keep my commandments." And I'm t- this, I got so many thoughts. This is what I got to say. Yeah, we are not. The, I used to say that all the time. Watching the filthy rap, but I started reading the whole chapter. It was basically talking about those that was making their own way. It's considered a right way. So 
So that's how they write this became filthy rags. Now we slowly we slowly turn this into we slowly turn it into a Hebrew. Go ahead. My point is, a lot of confusion come in when people quote one scripture. When even the Bible itself, precept must be upon precept, upon precept, on precept, line upon line, line upon line, So if you're giving me one scripture to mark the gift of righteousness. I'm going to tell you like this. If this is right, this is all we need. That's all you should be coming out your mouth. Brother Gabriel, you do me. The only reason I'm cutting you out is you misquote me. Hold on. You misquote okay, me. Hold on. Up. You misquote me. You just got to say this one scripture. You said you researched the gift of righteousness. I mean, you get, you researched when they said your righteousness is filthy rags. You mentioned one scripture. This is what I mentioned. I mentioned that. I mentioned how Paul said that uh, uh, we're not no longer on the law. I mentioned Romans 8. I mentioned Romans 2. I didn't mention the one scripture. You mentioned one scripture. Okay, question. I, and, and remember, Paul said, hold on, Paul said, why do you put, why do you, Paul said, why do you put on these people a burden that our fathers could not do? Our fathers couldn't keep the law. Paul said that. You're going to override the apostle Paul and say that he was lying? This is what I'm going to say right here, brother. No, 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 Please, 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 please. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk. Please, let me do this. Please. Answer what I just said. Paul said, why are you putting on these people, these laws, these, that they, our forefathers couldn't keep? You're putting on these, oh, Galatians. Who has to be with you? Hold on. No, no, no. What did you say? What does it say? I, I'm, I'm trying to get that out right now. I'm trying to get that Open, oh, foolish Galatians, who have been with you, having begun in the spirit, or you now been made perfect to the law. He goes on to talk about why you kind of keep these laws, why are you trying to be justified by the law. I don't think it's a bad idea to keep the law. And keep, quit quote, misquoting me. Brother, I thought I did it once. You've done it like three times. Y'all, please, I've got to go to 804520. Uh, but please, quit saying, Brother Seth, don't believe in keeping the laws. I actually believe that there's more laws when you follow the Spirit. But you got to follow whatever the Spirit tells you. That, technically, is a law. I've got to follow the Spirit all day long. I got, I got, but I'm not justified by my actions. I'm just, righteousness is a gift. Why come people don't want to talk about the gift of righteousness? It's several chapters y'all never, ever, 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 ever talk about. You say keep the whole Bible, follow the whole Scripture. But y'all are the ones, and I'm, and I'm saying you, because I never hear Israelites talk about the gift of righteousness. And they never talk about spirituality, never talk about the fruits of the spirit, never talk about the gifts of the spirit. They're always stuck in this law, which they can't keep. I mean, again, I'm going to say it again. Watch somebody else. Brother John, you're my witness. Watch somebody come on the air and say, Brother, now we got to keep the law. I done told you. we got to keep more than 613. Y'all getting out with a little list. I'm talking about the big list. It's a whole lot of laws that reflect on that's relevant to us today that the Israelites didn't even think about keeping. And there's some laws they kept that you shouldn't be trying. You can't kill no lamb in no Chicago. Try killing lamb. They're going to throw you in jail. The lamb has already been killed. So which, it's just confusing. You cannot be justified by those laws, but you can do the dietary laws. Do the dietary laws. Do the garment laws. Uh, follow all the laws you can, but never feel like you're justified because you're somewhere keeping the Shabbat not working somewhere. 
That is, that's what I'm talking about. We've got to get what Christ done. Since Christ has come, there has been a major change. This man saw a woman in adultery. We're talking about somebody literally having sex. And he's sitting up right in the saying, where are your accusers? Well, I don't accuse you either. Oh, oh let, let me bring you some young lady who just got through, you know, she still got her panties down. And I bring them to you, Brother Gabriel, and say, what did she, she say? You're going to say, you are, you, you know, you're not going to do what Christ did. We don't understand what happened. Why was the father in Christ not imputing sin up to man? Sin has been taken care of, brothers and sisters, past, present, and future. Go ahead, Brother Gabriel, wrap it up. i got to go to 804 or I'm disrespecting them. I understand. I'm sorry, brother. I'm a, I got two quotes. On your, like you said, this is your show. Like last the, last night, yeah, you control the show. But if you have guests, it's like a, you know, a decency. Most of the time you keep it. But second quote. As far as the Will Smith and the Violet movies and stuff, I, yeah, a few years ago I probably say some movie was good. But now I realize they call it TV and radio program. It programs you into their desensitized state where you're becoming a low-frequency low being where only food, sex, and violence is your primary cause. So as far as me, I'm, I'm desensitized. I'm, I'm separating myself from those stimulus. So that's the defense of myself. And then one last thing. As far as Christ, what laws did he do away with? I'm going to give you a heads up. He did away with the Levitical priesthood order because the priesthood changed, so the laws must be changed. The sacrificial laws were done away with until we go back into the wilderness. We're going to the wilderness, all 613, all that. I mean, first of all, all laws are interpreted and inclusive because the most high is perfect. So you come up with false laws for yourself, come up with your own righteousness. Read your own favorite scriptures. Romans 10. No, that's your favorite scripture you like to call. I love that scripture too. Brother, like, brother, brother Gabriel, I can't let you do like that. I don't, brother Gabriel, ain't nobody listening to you going to agree that you don't quote the most scriptures than I have. Uh, you don't. Oh, you, yeah, you, now listen, 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 my brother. You, you're doing what they did yesterday, which is. That's why I kept muting them people. Hold on. That's why I kept. That's why. I kept, that's why I kept meeting those people yesterday. That's why I kept meeting our brothers yesterday, because they will say things that's not true. You're saying Romans 10 is my favorite. The whole book is my favorite. I'm telling you, brother, I love you. You're full of knowledge. But I think sometimes people get to talking and the egos is out there, and they don't want to acknowledge what's wrong. But you can't tell me what laws to keep. You just got to say, well, some laws to keep, some laws to I'm telling you to follow the Spirit. The Spirit's not, Bible says the Spirit will lead you and guide you to all truth. But, John, I want you to jump in and comment real quick, brief, 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 because we got to go to 804. I do not want this person to be upset with me. Uh, but 804, yeah. uh, we coming to you. But real quick, Brother brother Gabriel, listen, please don't do me like that. I don't just do no one scripture. I just said we should keep the laws, but not to try to be justified by them. You, I don't care how good you think you're doing up there in Chicago keeping them laws. The most high say your righteousness is a filthy rag. I don't care what you went and read in that chapter. Paul says it many times in the Bible. It says those laws was a schoolmaster. You can't throw out the schoolmaster. I can hit you with so many scriptures. Those of y'all listening to me right now, go back to the first show I ever did. It was in March of 2011. I talk about this subject on three different shows. And Brother John actually was on one of the shows. I did a debate with another Israelite. That was my show number two. Go back and listen to me debate uh, Brother Yahshua 
uh, not the Yahshua of yesterday, this is a different Yahshua. And listen to me talk about these scriptures. You think I have one or two or three or four or five scriptures? I probably named 50 scriptures to validate what I'm saying. I'm talking about the whole Bible validating what I'm saying. You, What y'all are teaching is what's going against what, what, what Paul was saying. He's saying you're on the school master. Y'all saying, no, 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 he ain't coming. He ain't done away with the law. No, Christ didn't come to do away with the law, but he did come to fulfill it. What does that mean? Y'all are the ones that are teaching things that's not really scriptural. I can name all kinds of scriptures, and you're going to say, well, this is what you're going to say if I name some more scriptures. You're going to say, well, I've got another one for you. No, comment on one one I just said. But everything you quote, I've got some for. You can't quote no scripture validating what you're saying that I cannot go to it right now and explain it. But you're not going to listen to the, uh, the law as a schoolmaster. You're not going to dwell on it. You're say, well, let me show you something else. No, comment on that. Paul said the law was a schoolmaster. It's not. Paul said when a woman has a husband, she is bound to that husband. If he dies, she's free. Why would he be liking the law to that? Why he keeps saying we're not under law? Why he say where there's law, there's sin? Why, why, why did he say that? Why he say we're no longer under law a thousand times? Why he keeps saying that? Y'all saying something different than what the Bible is saying. I love y'all, and I think y'all mean well, and y'all very intelligent. Some of y'all know way not more than I do on some other areas, but this is so crystal clear. I do not understand why y'all hearing me say, I don't know why y'all hearing me say, I don't believe in keeping no laws. I keep more laws than you, more laws, more laws than you. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I keep more laws than you. One more time. I keep more laws than you, Brother Akbar in Los Angeles. I keep more laws than you, Brother Gabriel. I guarantee you. Because my Shabbat, my Shabbat ain't just one day. I can't see to tell them most time. Most time I'm going to look for you better Saturday than I am all these other days. No, my life is supposed to be a Shabbat. So that's, that's seven times more Shabbat than you keep. I cease from working. I'm supposed to cease from working every day. I'm supposed to not go to work every day, not meaning I don't go to a job, but cease from doing my own thing, cease from making, from hustling my own way. Now, am I successful? No. Sometimes I labor, I worry, even on the Shabbat. Sometimes I drop the ball, but our life is now supposed to be a Shabbat. That's a whole other teaching I'll never hear nobody talking about. Anyway, let me move on, my brother. You remember, on this show, you can come back on, and I know you've always got something strong to say, so let me go on to 804, and I'll come back to you, okay, if it need be. Brother Gabriel, can we do that? Okay, Brother John, go in and comment quickly, and then we got to go. I mean, if you can make it, like, real quick, and then we'll go to 804. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked his brother still is hanging around or his sister, whoever it is. Uh, you got to quick uh, go ahead, what Brother Gabriel was saying? Go, go ahead and go. Okay, and I appreciate you hanging online with me. You know, he's really not technically not my guest, but he's been hanging around Brother John out in Kentucky. It's good to hear from him. 804520, sorry, apologize for that, but I want to give Brother Gabriel a lot of as much time as he needs to get out what he was saying. Go ahead, my brother and sister. Hey, right, peace, peace, brother Seth. How you doing? Who is this? Uh, this is brother twenty four from VA. Oh, okay, twenty four Dread. How you doing, my brother? All right, all right. Um, yeah, just just want to make a maybe a comment or two. Um, I just like to first of all, you know, the whole uh, Paul thing. Um, you know, 
how can you believe somebody who never walked with uh, Jesus, you know, but yet still he got the keys to the to the uh, heaven, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. But um, another thing, how, well, how, hold how on, about hold the on, people? Hold on, I want you got the flow. You got the flow, so you can keep on talking. I want I want to address it before you move on. Now, I okay, go ahead. The Bible says, well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm "Blessed just, is he." When when Thomas stuck his finger in his side, he says, "Thomas, you've stuck your finger in my side. Now you see that I have been crucified." But blessed is he who's not here who will believe. So those that are not there that never saw Christ and believed is actually more respected than those that was there sticking his finger in his side. So Paul can 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 preach. He can be right. He can be he can be reverenced. He can be respected by the Most High. Go ahead. Yeah, when he was just killing uh, the, the the Jews beforehand, you know, I don't understand that. He was one of the the so-called um, grim reapers uh, of the day, you know. Then all of a sudden, on his way to Damascus, you know, he, he got this vision. But anyway, you know, I, I I never understood that, and still don't. He was forgiven. He was that the Most High right. come uh, uh, five seconds five second eruption. The Most High came. That one was called adultery. I don't know what you've done in your life. I don't know what that you got in your closet. I don't know what Brother Gabriel got in his closet. I don't know what Brother John got in his closet. But thank the Most High, he was able to forgive Paul. After all, Pastor Paul was thinking he was doing the will of the Most High. His heart was right. His actions was wrong. Go ahead. Yeah, but then you had the other, some of the other brothers looking at him like, well, well where he come from? Who, who walk? Who actually walk with Jesus? But that that's you know that's the whole mis misunderstanding that I, I got on it. Um, you know I still don't understand how he got the keys and Peter didn't. You know, you know. So, all right. But um, anyway, what do you, what do you think about the people? Um, you know, like I said before, the uh, Holy Bible came about. You know what I'm saying? What what do you think will happen thousands of of, of years before you know the Bible came out? You know, I can understand, you know, that, um, you know, there were laws beforehand, you know, before the um, laws came out of the Bible, uh, being that, you know, the, uh, you got the Ma'at, you know what I'm saying? And then life still was going on before the laws of Ma'at even came out. So um, what, what do you think, you know, the people was going by then? Nothing but the heart. Nothing but, right. you know, don't nobody, don't nobody right. have to tell you. You know what I'm saying? That don't do this or don't do that. Right. Or do this when this happens. You know, it, do, it don't take the Bible to do that because I'm not now, in the Bible. Now, I don't know the Bible. Or, now, uh, uh, out and throw in. You understand what I'm saying? I got shot when I was 12 years old in the head. You understand me? So I, I, I didn't know the Bible then. So why why do I have to grasp on to the Bible in order for the, the most high to save me then? Brother, listen, let me tell you this. I'm going to say this to you now. I know a lot of Christian people are probably shocking with the response. You just did another good one. Brother Akbar did it first. You just brought on the wisdom. I don't know. Y'all might be wearing neck and neck, but that was a very intelligent question. What do you do? If, uh, for all, the, all of those people that did not hear the gospel or was before the Bible was even written, there's debate on when it was written, what, what about them? This is what I try to tell folks that they were, now you got to go through Jesus. Yeah, you got to go through Jesus, but what does it mean when it say go through Jesus? Look in the Strong's Concordance under the word N-A-M-E, name, and see what the definition of name means. Name means character and authority. Uh-huh. Character right. and authority. Can you have Christ's character before finding out who the person Christ was? Yes. That's what happened with the person in Romans 2. 
They had Christ's character. They had it called it was called a circumcision of the heart. Can your heart be circumcised without hearing the gospel? Yes, that's what Paul did up in Mars Hill. He said, Y'all got this sign to say to the unknown God. That could have been to me that's like what Egyptians. They call him to the unknown God. Maybe it's saying Ra and his name wasn't Ra. Maybe his name was Ra. But it don't matter. It's all about the heart. I'm I'm very, very serious. It's all about the heart. I think, see, this is what people got to understand is everybody didn't have the Old Testament. Let me, this brother just popped a question so intelligent, brother John, John, check this out. 24 Dread just dropped the bomb. What about the people that didn't have the New Testament? That was everybody in the Old Testament. Okay, what about the people that was writing the Old Testament? That What what did they have? <laughs> they didn't have a book of Isaiah, book of Jeremiah. Isaiah didn't have a book of Isaiah. He was Isaiah. It seemed like the people that had less Bible did better. Right. So these brothers say, this brother say, well, what if there wasn't none of it? Now what you going to do? <laughs> but he actually is preaching what I've been trying to say for the last two days. Let's go into the spirit of things. The most I look at our spirit. Adam didn't have no scripture, but Adam walked with the most high. So all of y'all that don't have scripture, you better be walking with the Most High. Better be walking with your country. We are a spirit. He breathed of himself what? How can he offer breathing that dirt something else other than himself? We do have the Most High part of him. So if we listen to that part of him that, that was already in us, the human spirit, although it's been tainted by the flesh, that's why he put his Holy Spirit upon the earth. Now that Holy Spirit is convicting that old spirit that's from the Father himself and we have truth already. The Bible says like this. You have an unction from the Spirit and knoweth all things. What? You have an unction from the Spirit and knoweth all things. How can a person know all things? Well, that means we don't need to pass a pastor, teach and all that. No, you need them because we can't always hear that Spirit. But the Bible says we have an unction from the Holy Spirit and knoweth all things. So and I, and I like to say this too. Uh, you know, if you go to the very beginning of the of, of the Holy Bible, right? It says, uh, "Let us make man in our own image." Right now, I have to. You have to ask some questions there. Who in the world was he talking to? And if, if I if I think of an image, right? If I look in the mirror, that's my image, right? It's the same person. The same person I am, right? So how, how in our, I'm sorry, and he said in our image and our likeness, and he kept talking to our. You understand what I'm saying? So when I when I heard that, I had to say, Wow, am I God? Is my mother God? Is my brother God? You, you, you know what I'm saying? So brother, we, have to, brother, we, have to, we have to stop taking. Well, what happened was we put God outside of ourselves. Okay. And start looking for Christ him in the sky, was or looking for him in the book or looking for him in another person. So I, I feel like you know we need to you know I I ain't saying the dead the scriptures because you know they do they are powerful in some of the things that they uh, come across. But I like for you to uh, uh, touch on that. Our God, well, brother, brother, you know brother, saying? we are the Most High. You understand? What I'm saying? Brother, we brother, are. you preaching you preaching what Christ preached. You think it's some Egyptian type of slant. That's why I said a lot of Egyptian, what they talk about, Israel. Now, you just hit, Christ was nearly stoned to death for saying what you just said. 
And he said, Christ said, well, which, when, he, when they got ready to stone him, Christ said, well, which one of the, my good acts do you stone me for? He said, we don't stone, they said, we don't stone you for doing a good act, Christ. We stone you because you being a man say you're equal to God. And then Christ said, have you not heard the scriptures where David said, yeah, God, but you're going to perish as mere men because of your sins? I'm going to say it again. Christ said to them, haven't y'all heard what David said? That ye are gods, but you're going to perish as mere men. 24 dread, we are gods. But right. because we don't keep his laws, Brother Seth now said, I keep his laws. No, I'm talking about the laws that the Holy Spirit gives us, which is going to include some of those Old Testament laws as well. Because we don't follow the Holy Spirit, we don't act like gods, but we are gods, man, big time, big time. The Father said, be ye imitators of me. Well, who are you? I'm a god. How can I imitate you? He's an ocean. We are drop a baby. We are 100% water. So, yes, we are gods. We're not to be worshipped like the Most High, but, of course, we're gods. Some of y'all want to stone me like you did, like they did Christ for saying that, but I'm telling you. And I'll try to find the scriptures for both of those, David and uh, Brother John. You want to hop in there? You look quiet. I don't want you to just, what do you have to say to that? Anything to that 24 Dread? Absolutely. I think 24 Dread is right on the money. And the scripture supports his statement, that being Romans 8 and and, um, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again, to fear, so on and so forth. I'm going to jump down to 17 because this is important. And if children, that means if we are children of God, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Anybody who understands real estate, which is my field, understands that if you are a joint heir, you are equal. You are equal in whatever the inheritance is. He has made us his children and has made us joint heirs with our big brother, as it were, Christ. So I think 24 Dread was right on the money. That's very prolific, what he was saying. And, and I'm telling you, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. Because evidently, if, if the Most High was talking to somebody, he said, let us, it had to be another entity just as powerful as him. You understand? Right. Right? I don't like how right. he took the woman out of the Bible, you understand, and made it the Holy Spirit, but so be it. But he had to be talking to somebody who was just like him or more powerful than him. So can you touch on that? Well, when he said let us, I believe the us he was talking about, first of all, the most high is the most high. He has no equals in terms of authority. We are 100% water, so we water is water. So we're equal like that. The Bible says Christ being equal to the Father, thought not robbery. I mean, I mean, the scriptures talks about, I'm telling y'all, we are gods for real. But now that we're, let me say it like this, we're going to die as mere men in most cases because we don't operate in the laws. But, and I know Brother Gabriel is saying, there you go, say again, you obey the laws. It's confusing. No, I told y'all, I always believe in the laws. I just don't get it wrapped up in the Mosaic laws, Leviticus laws. Okay, so all I'm saying is this. I do believe back in the day, Christ, Yeshua, Christ, the Messiah, was the God of the Old Testament. Christ said, no one has seen the Father or heard him at any time. I don't think we have yet never seen Ra 
or Yahshua, or Allah, the Most High, the highest being. I don't think we've ever seen this being. Christ was the, the God of the Old Testament. He said, no man will see the Father at any time. Well, who was Moses talking to? Who was, who did, who was Moses? Who saw, when Moses saw the backside of someone, who was that? So was Christ lying when he said, no man talked to the Father? Since he said, search the scriptures for him if you think you have eternal life. But they are they that speak of me. But they are they that speak of me. Search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. But they are they that speak of me. And we probably should be uh, quoting some scriptures. And let me just quickly give y'all where that's found. Brother John, if you got your, if you can help me out with ye of God. Ye of God is Psalms 82, by the way. When the Bible says search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, if I can type. I want to just give everybody where that is. He says, but they are they that speak of me. He's talking about the scriptures. He says, no man knoweth the Father. Right after he says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. He says, but they are they that speak of me. Then he goes John on to five. say, okay, John 5, yes, search the scriptures. John 5 and 39, search the scriptures. For in them... He talked to these Jews. He said, for them, you think you have eternal life. But they are they that speak of me. No man knoweth the Father. He says, he says no man hath heard the Father or seen his, his figure at any time. Well, who was that Moses was talking to? That was Christ of his former glory. Remember when he was on the cross and he said, Father, glorify me the, the glory that he had before. He wanted to go back to that status of being this. this he wanted... I'm saying Christ longed to be back in this, out of this limited body. He was the God of the Old Testament. So when the Father, the Most High, said to the Son, you know, let us make men. I think there was the, I think it was Christ. I think it was the Father. I should say Christ in his form of glory, the God of the Old Testament. That was Christ. That was the one that came, I believe it. And then the Most High, I don't think we know nothing about the Most High. I don't think we never talked to him. I don't think we ever saw his figure, just like Christ said. And I think that is why he sent Christ to take away our sins, that we would get to know this being that's such a mystery. The Yudhav-Yahav, the Y-H-W-H of the Bible, the Yahweh, Yahweh, all these various names. Nobody knows this being. He longed for his family, and so he sent his son to be a sacrificial lamb once and once and for all for sins, and I just invite people just to rethink this whole Christ thing. No, his name wasn't Jesus. Egyptologists got that right, you know. But we got to really look at this whole teaching of Egyptology. We got to look at the, all these different belief systems, and again, look at the people out there that's really latched onto what I call the fruit of the spirit, the love, the joy, like the brother said from L.A. What spirit are you of? When we go into the spirit, we're no longer trying to establish just a land like Brother Yashua was saying yesterday, just a land and government and social. We don't want to be like another Japan or America or France. Yes, we want our land, but we want to get our morals right. We want to get our spirit right. And when we do that, we can get a land. But black folks, African Americans, have a moral problem. They have a moral problem. Maya, Maya, as the Egyptologists say, we have a moral problem. We have a spiritual problem. We, you don't want us to get no land right now with the way our young people are acting. You do not want us to get no land right now. Boy, if they gave us a land right now 
And they gave us the economy. We go and say, we're going to go give you our $3 trillion, a $50 trillion loan to get y'all land started. We're going to set you, put, just like Brother Yahshua said, if we, we're going to set your social uh, structure up. We're going to set your political structure up. And uh, this is what Elijah Muhammad was preaching. Give us our own land. That is the worst thing you can give to a people that do not have morals is freedom. We will make ourselves, turn ourselves backwards. We will go backwards, and that's one of the most reasons why the Most High has scattered his people into to be servants, because we would destroy ourselves if we just stayed in our homeland of Israel. I'm talking about African Americans. I'm not talking about all black people. I know we come from Africa. Everybody didn't necessarily belong in Israel, but we come from Africa, and we left Grandma and Grandpa after we migrated. Our father, Abraham, did settle I mean, Israel did settle in the land of Israel. So what's our homeland? Africa. But where do we come from? Where was our house and our apartment? Our keys? Israel. That's our house. That's where we live. But where are we from? Africa. Kemet. So I would never, ever disagree with what Brother Yahshua was saying in terms of, you know, respecting uh, Africa and Kemet, as Brother Joseph said, Luxor. Brother uh, uh, 24 Dread, please make a last comment, and we're going to move on. I think i got some other hands up here. Uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to say, you know, uh, looking, uh, like you said, know thyself, man. That's all it is, you know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I didn't have no book, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know what I can and I can't do. By I'll your spirit, everybody, no, no. By your spirit, self, how do you know? How do you know you're by the, yourself? By what? I, by sitting down and being quiet. And listening to your what? My inner. Which is called what? My inner voice. I, I don't call it no higher being or nothing. It's me. It's spirit. I, Come you on, call you it spirit. Me. I call it me. <laughs> all right, all right, me I talk. got you. You know what I'm all saying? Right. I agree. Uh, I agree with you, my brother. It's good to agree. You're talking to me. I don't have to put no name on it. You understand what I'm talking about? That's why I was asking you, what about the people before the Bible? You understand? They sat down and listened to themselves. Because you have, you have an influence. I have one that I'm speaking to you with now. You Amen. see what I'm saying? You can, you can, you know, you can, people want to put a name on it. You know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Where's the woman? You know what I'm saying? We got uh, the one, the woman. You out say of, the uh, woman, but b- between yeah. Audrey, you got to come up a little higher, real quick, and see. Let me see if anybody else has a hand up. Brother Gabriel, look like your hand is up. Uh, Brother Agbar, uh, look like your hand is still up. And then John, of course, you supposed to stay online. So y'all, if y'all don't have your hand up, press one right now. If you don't have your hand up, press one, please. It's important because I don't want to get sidetracked on so we're going to talk about some other things. And uh, if you want to comment later on, that's fine. You can press one. But right now, I need you to press one because it looks like your hand is up, Brother Akbar and Brother Gabriel. There you go. Brother Akbar, hand went down. Brother Gabriel, your hand is still up. You probably want to comment on you. <laughs> that's fine, though. Anyway, uh, Brother um, 24 Dread, uh, man, it's always good to hear from you. I know I'm not. We don't always agree on everything, but it's good when we can agree. But I'm 100%. I think you're right. It's called a circumcision of the heart. You call it the inner man in the spirit, but we can know the Father. We can come in Jesus' name or come in Yeshua's name. Name means, again, anybody listening to the sound of my voice that do not believe me, take out your, your uh, uh, Google this. When the scripture says, 
uh, Christ said, no man coming to the, to the Father but by me. Look up that word me. And the, see, don't you see the word I and I? And that means, again, the lots of fathers the one that made it popular because they talk about it, sing about the I and I. It's the Holy Spirit within us. So Christ was saying, no man coming to, to the Father but by the Spirit. It can't mean coming to the Father but by him because he ain't coming to the scene to after billions of people probably live. They didn't know his name. And people said, well, he went to the grave and preached to the Spirit. Well, what about these people that were born after they never heard? They died. How are they going to? We're just so quick to put people in hell. And we don't understand right. that subject. That's a whole other subject. But anyway, brother, i got to move on. It's so good to hear you again. We're not put you on hold. Please press one. And if you want to come back on with Carmen later, you're more than welcome to. Only on this show. All right. Thank you, brother. All right. I love talking to, to, to I love that we can agree. We ain't that brother, he didn't back down. He stayed with where he was at. I stayed in my lane, and we came to. I'm telling y'all, that this stuff ain't that hard. Brother John, you got a quick comment before I want to take a little quick break, get some drink, and I want to come back. And I think Brother Guy really got something to say. And uh, and anybody else on the phone lines, I cannot see my chat room for some reason. I got a feeling it's probably lit up, and I can't even get it because my computer's acting up. So I'm going to work on that also while I'm doing this break. Did you have a quick comment or something, my brother? I know you can't. I know you got to get up early. So if you got to run, my brother, please don't let me hold you. But uh, did you have something to say? Good. You know, I, I was trying to make a comment earlier, and I'm, I'm not sure if it, if, if the, the, when the line dropped, I didn't realize, and I had to call back in, but I didn't know what all was heard. But um, the brother, uh, I believe out in Cali, had just got through speaking, and I was saying that in Romans 8, there are two laws. There's the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus and the law of sin and death. And so every time that we're talking about within the Bible, especially in the New Testament, when we're talking about the law, I think it's important that we make a distinction of which law is being spoke of. Because just to say law, it, it will confuse. It will confuse a person. Um, the person who was born of the Spirit, they are no longer under the law of sin and death, but they still have to abide in that law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus and. As 24 Dread was saying there a moment ago, that is a dynamic law. That's the reason why you, Brother Seth, say I keep way more laws because it's dynamic. It doesn't just stop with 614 laws. You could walk out your door today, and if the Spirit says, hey, go and knock on that door and see if they need a cup of sugar. If you are led to do that and you don't do that, then you have just broken broken the law. Yes, and so the the uh, uh, those laws that were in the Old Testament. Matter of fact, even Paul, even Paul, he was talking about that the uh, he was talking about don't muzzle the ox that treads the corn. But he was saying, like, does God care about oxes? No, that was a spiritual application of what that meant, and what that was is that if you have someone allegory, allegorical. Absolutely. And so I, I, all that I wanted to, to bring to the table at that point that I was speaking was that, look, there are two laws. The person who is born of the Spirit, they still have laws to follow, but it's the law of the heart. It's that same law that uh, 24 Dread was just talking about. It's the law of the heart. It's no longer these these laws that were written uh 
you know, back in the Old Testament. Uh, those laws will be reinstituted, as Brother Yashua up in Cincinnati has made abundantly clear when the new um, millennium begins. Those laws will be reinstituted. Uh, but for the born again, for the person who was moved from this realm into the kingdom, yeah, you would follow the law of the Spirit. That's all I wanted to say. I appreciate the time. Brother, I, I just got, I, I just feel like, man, I feel like running through this wall. Did y'all hear what that brother just said? See, that, this is why we need each other. This is why I need you to call this show off because you can lay there. See, I, folks, just so y'all know, we used to be a part of a Bible study. It was me, brother, this brother, brother Yahshua, another brother Gary, some other people. We kind of start doing our own different things, get the word out more. And this is the way we do. We hit this just like this all the time. And you think we're saying some brother Yahshua of Israel now? This brother's an excellent teacher. So, brother John, hold on a second, everybody. We'll be right back. Just a quick little break, and uh, we're gonna really get deep. Brother Gabriel is on hold. He's got something to say. Obviously, anybody else on the phone lines uh, got something to say in the chat room? I'm trying to open up the chat room and see what's going on. Brother Gabriel, if you can do me a favor, when I do bring you on, you can look at the chat room, kind of. See if there's anybody addressing me because I cannot get into this chat room. I think it's a virus. But I'll be right back, folks. Listen to the words of this song. In lieu of what we're talking about, check this older song out by Andre Krauss. This is so relevant to what we're talking about. It ain't funny. It's all about the Most High, it's all about Him.
Okay, we're back again. Welcome to Five Smooth Stones. I'm Brother Seth, and we're just talking about, again, Hebrewism versus Judaism versus Christianity. And um, did I get them all? Hebrewism versus Christianity versus Egyptology versus Islam. Oh, everybody. And I probably shouldn't say versus, but we're just trying to look at those people in these religions that have it, that do enjoy the true essence of life that the Most High have given us and how is it they're able to enjoy in these different religions. If you think you can only achieve that in your religion, you live in a very small box, my friend. And us Christians, is mainly that's who I'm talking about on this one because we're very arrogant with the way we believe. I have Brother John who just happened to call in, a good friend of mine. He wasn't necessarily the guest, but he just kind of hung around and been on. And Brother John, I'm going to bring you back on. I want you to be prepared to tell me about Israel now, what y'all doing real quick. And uh, I want to let you just real quickly do that and do it with Brother Gabriel. And, and anybody else on the phone lines, we still got several people on the phone lines and uh, the chat room. If y'all, can, those of you that can see the chat room, please, if anybody's want to say anything, just y'all make comments of what they're saying in the chat room because I, I I cannot get into the chat room. And I know it's probably a virus. I do go through this all the time. I have to wipe my computer clean all the time. Brother John, uh, uh Please tell us quickly about what Israel announced, because I, I want people to know that there's some strong, strong folks. Y'all think Brother Seth is strong. These folks here got something to say. Brother John and you get two for one. You get Brother John and you get Brother Yeshua, and I think Brother Gary is still with y'all. Tell us about Israel now, how people can listen to y'all when y'all, when y'all own, et cetera, et cetera. Quickly. Brother John, are you there? Brother John, I don't know if you can hear me now, but you need to call back quickly before one o'clock because you got you. Look, it sounds like your phone is is acting up again, and you once you get one o'clock, you can't. I can't reach you, so quickly, quickly call back. Brother Cobb, I'm going to come to you, and then we'll we'll try Brother John a little later on. Go ahead with your question or comment if you had a question or comment. Shalom, the power of the universe is higher, I am that I am. Secondly, that the spirit, the Holy Spirit, is feminine. Proof. Proverbs chapter one, one verse twenty on down to you, and her name is wisdom. Proverbs chapter seven, eight, and nine. If you trust the apocrypha, you can go to Ecclesiastes chapter one and tell you that the most I pulled her from out himself, and you can go to. Wisdom of Solomon seven eight and I believe nine. So if you trust in the park for those are the scriptures or chapters you can reference, and the uh, the Bible everybody's supposed to be referencing Proverbs chapter one, chapter seven, and chapter eight and verse nine. And and when Christ said he should send a comforter, the word he in Greek is a kinos. It means he, she, or it. So when you get the understanding from Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, I mean, 26, which said, let us make them in our image man, male and female, male and female. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. He said, all the visible things are made evident from those that are on earth. So as male and female on earth, every creature had a male, even plants, got a male part and a female part. So everything had a male and a female, even in the, the Godhead. That's why he said, you can... Because the most high, but it's not against the Holy Spirit. So like you you're a part of that anybody you let me talk crazy to you, but you don't let me talk crazy to your wife. 
just like the Most High. Sorry for for the long run drawn out, but the truth will set you free. The confident spirit, the Holy Spirit, is a feminine presence. Let, let me. You almost talk like you. You almost talk like. I mean, this is what I don't understand about you, Brother Guy. I'm just gonna say this real quick. I don't think nobody said that the Holy Spirit wasn't a female. To me, it don't even really matter. Female, male, just give me the knowledge so I can please the Most High. Now, the reason I said that because the brother Judge Dre said, why did they take it out of the Bible? If you get the history, it was taken out by the Catholics because they are homosexuals. They referenced the male to the foot. So all their deities were men. But if you even if you go back to pagan Babylon, they had women on the women, men, and uh, what's it called? It was. Mimicking the Most High, just like the devil do. He mimics the Most High. So you said they never took the fact, brother John. You back on? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Yes. Okay. We, you said they never took it out that the Holy Spirit was feminine. Let me let me let me tell you something. They took it out. Brother Twenty Four took it out. Brother took it out. Well, brother, now listen. You said they took it out. Now listen, brother John. Remember, I just told y'all. And brother John, I want you to to uh, in a second when I when I get done with brother uh, uh, Gabriel, I want you to again tell us about Israel now, brother Yahshua. Not the Yahshua y'all heard yesterday. This is a different Yahshua. We all used to be a part of the same Bible study in the Dallas Fort Worth area. We called in from different parts. Brother Yahshua is in Cincinnati, and brother uh, uh, John is in Kentucky. But brother Yahshua actually talk about what you just said, brother uh, Gabriel. This brother goes into the uh, he, uh, 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 forget what Hebrew. I don't trust none of that Hebrew stuff. I, I know people say, "Well, you close minded." But I do not trust. When I say I don't trust whites in power, I don't trust nobody in Israel for real. So when I was in Israel, I did not like even the the, the, the Israelites that I would go visit the black Israelites down in Demona. When we would go throughout, uh, gotta just gotta remind of those of y'all in the chat. We gotta call the phone lines quickly. The uh, number is seven six zero. Two eight three zero eight three eight. Just look on the little. You should see it right there in front of you on the page. Seven six zero two eight three zero eight three eight. I'm gonna lose y'all. Call the phone line quickly. You got like a minute. Seven six zero two eight three zero eight three eight. You got. We're about to wrap this up. Uh, but anyway, brother Yahshua, this brother goes gets these different Bibles and Hebrews uh, translations, and he digs and he actually can show it in the Bible right now. He don't say it's taken away. I mean, it's not in there like clear, but this brother does that. But uh, speaking of him, Brother John, go ahead and just and just let everybody know where y'all are. And Brother God, keep your, if you got another question, think of that. If you don't think of whatever you want to say next and after this, Brother, get done. But, but quickly, uh, well, hold on. I probably, it's disrespect to you, Brother God. I don't want you to get upset with me. Where are you done? Brother Gavi, I'm going to let you finish up. But uh, the Hebrew tongue spoke from Christ to Paul in uh, Acts chapter 26. Uh, I just forgot the scripture that bad, but Acts chapter 26. So Hebrew is very respect. That's an angelic tongue. So you're rejecting the tongue that you're going to speak if you make it to the kingdom. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't hang up. 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 Hold on, please. I won't. I won't. I won't. Okay. And just like you just said that. Well, I just want to say. And I heard some noise in the background. I don't know if it's you or Brother John, but one of y'all, it's a lot of noise in the background. But real quick, Brother Gabriel, honest, honest, honest. When I go to Israel, 
This is what they told the brothers and sisters of Demona when they first got there a long yeah, time ago. Don't listen to that. It was no E's, O's, or U's. So you got E-O-U and your But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was only one so-called vowel, and there was a letter A. And I was not a vowel either. So there was no... Constant. What I'm you know, saying, what, what I'm saying that's is, Yiddish. what I'm, that's what German, I'm saying, that's the German tongue. I got you, I got you, I got you, hold on, hold on, we ain't got to get off on Yiddish, everybody know you know what Yiddish means. What I'm saying is, when our brothers went, sisters went to Israel a long time ago, the, the so-called Jews, I call them Jews by religion, said to these people, y'all not real Jews because y'all don't speak Hebrew. And one of these brothers got so upset he wouldn't learn Hebrew in 30 days. He said, I'll probably learn Hebrew faster than anybody because I wanted to show them. See, we only got, I don't, if I'm Israel, why am I over there trying to get their approval for anything? I just do not listen to them people at all. I feel like if the most I want to re-educate me as to who I am, they went into there and they stole a lot of our heritage, and now we got to go back to them to ask them. I feel like the same Holy Spirit that is revealing all these laws and I'm going to keep day by day can reveal to me, the new language. After all, the Bible did say we're going to speak a new language anyway. So I just don't get off on the Hebrew. I mean, I notice you like to greet everybody with, you know, if, I mean, I just don't, I don't. I don't feel comfortable no more even saying shalom. I used to say shalom, but then you, if you have an Israel, they look at you because they feel like you're copying off us, and we are. So I don't, I don't, I don't ascribe to Hebrew. The Bible says shalom means peace. I just say peace. Brother John, you got anything to say about that one? Uh, well, yeah, you know, I'm a strong proponent from the day that I first realized that I was a uh, a Hebrew Israelite, as it were. I never got off into all of the, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to go learn Hebrew uh, and, and, and any of that because I felt like my reliance was then, was before, and would be thereafter on the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God, if anyone has ever got a revelation from the Spirit of God, it transcends language. It, it, it blossoms, and you have to add language to describe it, but it transcends language. And so I didn't feel as though, and, and what's funny is that Brother Yahshua up in Cincy, I rely heavily upon the fact that he has studied it, and he has opened my eyes amongst others to a lot of different things, so I, I use him as a crutch, but, um, you know, <laughs> I never felt – Brother Seth, you you recall, you actually commented on one, one time when everyone would come on and they would say, Shalom, I'd be like, what's good? Because that's how I greet people who I'm very familiar with. I didn't feel as though well, the Bible, it was in the Well, the Bible does say greet each other in peace, and I think that's why I would say – how come you don't say Shalom, my brother? You <laughs> And this is what Brother 24 Dread was saying. Just keep it in the spirit. You know, keep it spiritual. What does peace really mean? And why would you say some? This is what I don't hear. Brother God, I'm glad your line is not, it's still open. You're still open. We can hear you. This is the one thing I, I, I don't understand. Cause, and then, Brother God, I'm going to pull you on the car because you do this too. So maybe you need to explain your greeting. Because every time you greet people, Brother God, nobody knows what you're saying. But the few people you probably study with. And it's, to me, it's just like you just want to sound. You may not want this because I know you. I'm learning you, and I don't think you're probably egotistical. But it sounds like you almost don't want folks to know who you are. You'll say all these words and make it sound like, "Wow, what did he just say?" 
That's why I just keep it simple, because I want everybody to know I'm saying peace. Can okay, you say what you, what do you, what do you say to people when you come on the line? Uh, Brother Gabriel, you're on the line, Eric Code 708903. What do you say? I say, Shalom, Barakatham, Bahabata. And then I interpret, because Paul said, don't speak the language that you interpreted. Shalom, peace be unto the multitude. Barakatham, peace to the, blessing to the multitude. Ahabata, I love you. So that's what I say. You don't, I say but you don't say all that in English. You don't say all that in English. English. I say, I say, say, say your whole spiel. Say your whole spiel. Say it again. Eric, Eric 708, uh, look like Brother Garvey at 903. Go ahead. What, on, you on the air. Shalom, wa, barakatam, wa, ahabata. Wa mean is. So I say, then I tell you, peace and blessings, then I love you. I break it down. That's what Ahab means love. Atah means you. Shalom means peace unto the multitude. Barak means blessings. Atah means to you or Atah to the multitude. So I, I, I got you. Down, I, 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 I When I say I the Father's name, I give it to you in the English, which is written in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, and in the Hebrew. Ahaya, I am that I am, or to be that is to be. I, no, I say Yahweh, because I break down the Yahweh for you. It gets the Hebrew 3050, that's the Yah, it simply means power. Hebrew 9, 1943 means to fall, desire, calamity, destruction. That's what the Yahweh means. Hava or Havo, when you say Jehovah, it's the other one, 1943. I mean, 42. So you read them up, and then if I'm wrong, Rebuke me on the next show. The Bible no, says, no, 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 no. I'm not going to rebuke you. I, now I know when you do say whatever you say in English, you, you're interpreting what you just said. Now we all know that. So whenever y'all have Brother Gabriel come on, he say all that in Hebrew. When he said the English party, I didn't realize that. I just thought you were just trying to sound intelligent. Be honest with you. That's <laughs> no, what I mean. I'm just being honest. I follow the scriptures, brother. You said that I follow Jesus the Revelation. Paul said, do not, don't speak, basically speak it. I'd rather speak five times that. Five words that with my understanding they give you ten thousand words in the unknown tongue. So I'm not trying to give you unknown stuff so you can't grow and I want to edify the body. Not to well, think I'm better well, than I, I stand corrected on that. I stand corrected on that. The Bible says oh, the, the greatest the greatest in heaven will be the greatest service. So I'm trying to serve the body to the fullest potential because I got many sins I must hide or multitude of sins I want to cover. I ain't saying I'm the most simple, but I know as the Bible says we all have sinned. So I know I got sins on my books. So I'm going to wipe some of them out, lock them out. So I get my name written on that white pure stone and, and that can't be taken away. I forgot how it go. But, you know, stone because it's permanent, white because it's pure, and uh, oh, and your name is only the most high, and you can understand. That's what I want. Right. These names are written before the foundation of the earth. So if it's there, it's been there. Brother Gabriel, listen, I want to move on to brother. Uh, let this brother say some things about Israel now. I want to make a few more comments about some uh, a lot of comments different people were saying, and then we'll wrap this show up. But I appreciate it. Just another last word, about 30 seconds. Man, I love y'all. Don't never get satisfied and think you know it, because basically I start off with the same names y'all did. And through, his, through research and the most high leads me to certain people, that's why I got this truth. I didn't get it by myself. The Bible says we know in part, we prophesy in part. We put it all together, we get a clear picture. That's why we're supposed to come together as a body. Even if you're thinking, you need your finger to write. So, Shalom, Barakistan, peace and blessings to the multitude. 
All right, my brother. Well, now we know when Brother Gabriel goes off in Hebrew, he's going to interpret. So I stand corrected. I can be corrected. Not a problem. Brother John, Brother John, please give us information on Israel now, Brother Yahshua, uh, and let people know how to listen to y'all. I'm telling y'all, this brother, this is what I think of Brother Yahshua. I don't think there's another teacher out there on the Old Testament stronger than this brother. The only problem I have, one, and I'm going to be honest with y'all, I love the brother. We still get along. We still talking everything. It's just I had some of the same problems with him being too much into the law. Brother Dalberg, you probably would love this brother. He is the one of those that, again, I had some issues with the law and the spirit. That's the only thing we ever, ever disagreed on, and it wasn't really ugly or nothing. We just had to kind of divide because I'm totally into the spirit, and so is Brother John. Brother John and Brother Yahshua still kick it together, but I have to do some different things because I don't want to keep preaching law. So, Brother Gabriel, you will love Brother Yahshua. Y'all on the same page. But I just believe that there is something higher that supersedes that law of the Old Testament, and we're preaching something that our forefathers could not keep themselves. So go ahead and tell them how to get a hold of Israel now and Brother Yahshua. And I don't want to diss y'all's show I'm brother I'm John, I'm not dissing y'all show. I'm just saying, Brother Yahshua, I know for a fact it's really on the law heavy. I know you and I think alike because we come up a lot alike in the spirit. So I don't know if Brother Yahshua has changed, but I'm going to know that's why we're no longer, you know, like together as we were. But we still preach, and I still say there's nobody that I have met that is sharper in the Old Testament, Levitical laws, than that young brother. What's so crazy is he young. I mean, this brother talk like he's like 78 years old. He's like... How is Brother Yeshua? I don't know. <laughs> I, know I, I mean, when you see his brother with this white tee on, you're going to say he's going to be the last person you think. Because we used to do a video, video conferencing, and we would be looking at his brother and he's like, he looked like he about he's about 29 years old. This brother is firing away like Ivan Van Sertima or somebody. You're like, dag, he is the bomb. It's just you got to be careful like Brother Gabriel just said. You know, be careful thinking you know something because this brother, and he did acknowledge some things after a while. We kept saying, we're not, you know, Brother brother Yahshua is one of the ones that taught us a lot about the Shabbat and a lot of this. And we were really, you know, we, we I learned so much. Again, nobody that I've met, that I've seen can touch the brother. But now you mentioned that New Testament, the New Covenant, you're losing. So, Everybody got something to learn. I got something to learn. I'm not as sharp as I am. You know, maybe 24 Dream, Brother uh, uh, Joseph Johnson, and a lot of these Egyptologists. I know, I know something is up with that, Bob. I know it ain't all right. But again, if we stay in the spirit, we're going to supersede. We're going we're gonna to fly where the eagles are. And we will, none of these scriptures is going to trip us up. I don't put a lot of stock. The scriptures isn't my authority. The real scriptures, if I had them, would be, but they've been tampered with. So they can never be our authority. It has to be the Spirit as it reveals this word. And we match, we, ju- we let the word judge, the Spirit, and the Spirit judge the word as a balance. But if there's any conflict, we go with what the Spirit is saying. And how do we know what Spirit we're of? As the brother said in L.A., you look for the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace. Do people have that in their life? If they don't, don't go trusting people who got a bad marriage, FBI looking for them for crime. I'm talking about showing up crime, and they molesting their kids or whatever people doing stupid. 
Don't follow people like that. Don't care how smart they are because it's just a trick. They're going to lead you down the wrong road. Otherwise, they'll be on the right road. So, brother, uh, 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 without further ado, brother John, uh, please, John Clark, please let everybody know how to listen to Israel now when y'all come on. I'm going to make a few more comments and we'll wrap the show up. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, is that I actually haven't been with on their Sabbath study or the blog talk show for probably about five to six months because my job was such that I have to work on the Sabbath as well as Sunday. And I know why. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I mean, it's it's not as though that I'm not a part of that given ministry because I absolutely am. It's just that I haven't been able to to hook up uh, for because, you know, I have my own obligations that I'm looking to take care of. However, I do know that the, the Sabbath study takes place at 2.30 to 4.30 on the Sabbath and that the blog talk radio show takes place at six, from 6.30 to 8.30 every Sunday uh, evening. Um, and if you wanted to uh, latch on to that, which I highly would recommend to everyone because uh, just like Brother Seth was saying, me and Brother Yasho, we don't see eye to eye as it pertains to things uh, of the law, uh, but I have learned so much. I've absolutely learned so much. Um, a humble spirit this brother has is unbelievable. Uh, and just sharp as a tack in the Old Testament law. Um, I would highly recommend that for anybody just so that they can have a better understanding of the Old Testament, which the New Testament is founded upon. Uh, but if you go to Facebook and look up Israel now, you'll be able to hook up with that given ministry. And, uh, yeah, I, I just highly recommend it. I'll be resigning my position with this company that I've been with probably within the next three weeks to a month, and I will be quickly back to the Sabbath studies and uh, the blog talk radio shows because they were very edifying over the years. Now I'm going to say it again. Brother Gabriel, that's your boy. Y'all on the same page. <laughs> so when you when you say stuff that you think we have never heard, not saying Brother Yashir taught me everything. I was studying the stuff before I ever met any of these brothers. You heard Brother John say back when he was at ORU, about 20 years old, I was talking about a lot of this. So I've been in this for a long time. So Brother Gabriel, when y'all be saying different things about the law, I'm telling y'all, you're not going deep enough. And you're putting people, that, I mean, while we cool and everything, I want us to really understand the danger of what Brother Yahshua, this Brother Yahshua, we're talking about. We love his brother. And I will tell you, there is not a stronger person on Blog Talk Radio or probably on Facebook that I know that is stronger than his brother. And I, you know, you hear the kind of people I talk about. This brother's sharp. He's really sharp. And I'm just amazed at his age. So we've paid enough accolades to him. Israel Now is his show. Look him up on Blog Talk. Brother Gabriel, that's your boy. Y'all talk just alike. The only thing is, hey, I, I thought that he was uh, somebody from uh, uh, the Israel Now camp uh, who would call him from time to time. I, I thought he was the same guy because they, they really are on the same uh, tenor, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I should recommend him then because they're probably just going to continue to walk in a circle of, of, of error in my belief. I, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest, brother. This is my show. I can say that, brother Gabriel. He know I'll let him back on. He can, he can defend himself. Uh, but, but I'm just saying, that, and it's not funny. It really ain't funny because we could be wrong. But I just feel like, how can you keep the law? 
How can you keep the Levitical law? How can you really know? Every time people talk about what laws you keep, there's all kinds of base. Isn't it just easier to keep the two laws, the Bible says, love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and body, and love your neighbors yourself? If you love like that kind of love, you won't commit adultery. You won't lie. You won't cheat. You won't steal. And if you listen to the Spirit that leads and guides you to our truth, you're going to keep a whole lot more laws than what they're saying. You're not going to have no one day talking about no Shabbat. Every day is going to be a Shabbat. People don't really think that you can work and be keeping a Shabbat. The Bible says when you trust in the Most High and you and you, you cease from your labors. Why does he use that word, cease from your labors? Because that's what the Shabbat was all about, stopping work, don't work. The Most High had to give those those knucklehead Israelites a day to use said, Just stop physically working and just give it to me because they didn't give them no time. But in reality, you can technically work and have ceased from working. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and cease from there are some people that work on jobs and they trust the most time they have such a peace that they are doing better than somebody on the Shabbat that's worried about everything but sitting up there and not at work and they thinking they doing the most high favor. You understand what I'm saying, brother John, brother John? Say it again, sir. There are people that are keeping the Shabbat, but their minds and their spirit is so at work. And then there are people that go to work and they have the peace of the Most High and they're not worried and they have their peace. And even though they're at work, they are observing a Shabbat because they have ceased from their labors. That's what the scripture was talking about. Yeah, that ceased from the labors. You know, yeah, you know what? I, I told myself a moment ago I was going to be easy and not really. Uh, yeah, I was just going to kind of wind down because I'm about to head out here. But you know, you and I had a conversation. Goodness, probably a year and a half ago, based on where I was working at the time. Um, and that Shabbat, that is the millennial reign. That's when Christ comes back and sets up His kingdom. And and Brother Yahshua really made a absolutely. Um, it's been there all along, but he made this. We had this study where he was talking about how days one through six, it was like you had day and night, but on day seven, it's like it was just day. There, there was it was no intertwining of night, which again is indicative of, of that millennial reign. Unbelievable, um, and, and that's what's indicative of that of that seventh. That seventh day, every every uh, thousand years we've had light mixed with darkness, good and bad. But that's not going to be like that in that seventh uh, in that seventh kingdom, as it were, in that seventh uh, seventh that one thousand year uh, reign. And again, that was uh, Terry, uh, brother Yashua, who brought that to uh, uh, to light. They just have no clue. I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all really, if you want to understand the Old Testament, this brother will give him, yes, you hear these two intelligent brothers giving his brother high accolades. I'm telling y'all, he is a man on the Old Testament. I remember he was getting to the equinox. See, when the sister came on yesterday, Sister Tasha, and the day before yesterday, was it yesterday? And she was talking about the equinox and the spirit and all of that. They really yeah. think they're teaching you something. They don't know if they only knew who they're talking to. We done already went down this road, not just in the Bibles that I had with y'all, but in Cincinnati, that's one of the strongest Hebrew communities on the planet. And them brothers up there, they ain't playing. You know, I done been in this thing too long, and I'm not saying I know it all. I don't know nothing. 
But I tell you one thing, I know what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to be putting our people into a bondage that they can't keep themselves and they cannot keep their law. And then to try to trust in your efforts that the Most High is going to like you or be pleased with you because you now keeping the Shabbat. You're keeping the feast days. And we can't even agree on whether or not to fast on this day or that day. It's crazy. Brother, brother, brother Yeshua, not, not the Yeshua, the Yeshua we're talking about. He teach this thing on whether or not to fast on what was it? Whether or not to fast on the day of atonement. The day of atonement. I mean, that was a big, big issue. But this, that's what I mean. When you try keeping that law, you don't even know how to keep the feast day. So you better go with grace. You better go with the gift of righteousness. Trust the Most High. Accept the gift. Literally pick it up like you got it for Christmas. Righteousness. You just righteous. The Bible just made you righteous. Once Christ died, shed the blood. When they killed that lamb in, in, in ancient times, and I'm going to say this, a few more things and we're going to end this show, but this is powerful. People do not hang up and don't miss the, the last song I'm going to play. But when they killed that lamb in Old Testament times, Israel right now at that moment, that nation was as righteous as the Most High. Once they sacrificed that, that animal, they their sins was wiped away. Now, it came back when they sinned the next five minutes, but I'm just saying... Right when that lamb was killed, the sins was taken away. Well, the most the Christ have sent the most the most high sent Christ to come to the earth to die once and for all. Just as clean as Israel was at that second, that's how clean we are forever. And check this out. You ready for this? It ain't just the believers. All people, the most high is no longer holding sin against them. They just have to accept him as their personal savior. Lord, Master, nobody, the Bible says the Father was in Christ, not imputing sin unto the world. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. What are we talking about if the sins have been taken away? How are you going to put it back? If anybody sinned and the most I hold it against them, Christ would have to come and die all over again. Sin has been taken away. Folks, it's the most exciting news on the planet. Sin has been taken away. Sin has been taken away, past, present, and future. Now, Brother Gabriel has a heck of a point when he says you got to keep these laws. I never said we don't have to keep these laws. Of course you better be keeping these laws. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You better be keeping these laws. So, uh, John Clark's so otherwise, which, though. Say that again? Yeah, with all due respect to everyone, John Clark says otherwise, because, again, I made a distinction, Romans 8. And the thing is that even though I go to Romans 8, it's it's peppered all throughout the New Testament. Two laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and the law of and death. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you for correcting me. And, and the Bible says in Romans 8, just to let you know, everybody know I'm, I'm on the same wavelength. He's on AM. I'm on AM. Ain't nobody on FM. Check this out. Romans 8. It says, therefore, there is now for no condemnation. Therefore, there, therefore, there is now therefore no condemnation than which you're in Christ Jesus. Goes on to say, who walk after the uh, 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 spirit and after the flesh and sin for the law of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. So when you talk about the law of the Old Testament, that's the law of sin and death. Folks, I'm telling you, Paul said the things in Romans 7, he said the things that I want to do, I find myself not doing them. But the things that 
I hate those that I find myself doing. He said, man, I want to do right, and I find myself doing wrong. I want to do right. I, the Spirit, want to do right. What is that calling me to do wrong? And he realized it was my flesh that's craving the world while I am craving righteousness. So that's what's what's born again. Paul's flesh was living after the raw law of sin and death. Paul's spirit was living after the law law of life in Christ. Yes, please go ahead. I find then a law that when I do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Again, two laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. He delights after the law of God. Right there, he says it. But then Romans 7, he's reading Romans 7. He's reading Romans 7, everybody. Go ahead. But I see another law. (laughs) And again, I can't make this this point strong enough. If I don't say nothing else for this entire show, the point is that two sets of laws. He sees another law in his members. You brought that very clear about two years ago, Seth. There is another law in his members. What are his members? His body, warring against the law of his mind and bringing him into captivity. I'll leave it at that, but there's two sets of laws. And so if you want to follow the law of sin and death, a person who follows that law, you have to live in those laws. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not touching that. I really am not. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I've always said I'm no teacher, I'm no instructor, I'm just an average daily Joe. I'm just the average guy. But the one thing I do know is that I prefer the gift of righteousness. I prefer grace. That's my preference. Amen. Amen. And you know what the most I say to you? You know what the most I say to you when you come in talking about the gift of righteousness? You can walk into the Holy Holy, sit down on his knee, and you don't have to feel like whatever you did, whatever you did is he don't hold it against you. You can walk into your dad and have a relationship. This is the purpose of Christ coming. The Father can now have a family again because we have we are righteous as He is if we accept the gift. But now we say, well, no, I gotta go do some work. Now I gotta go. I got. Then you gonna say your righteousness is fifty rags. You gonna try to come into His presence, trusting in that mess. You know, and you know you don't even know how to do it. You don't know how to keep the feast days. You don't know how long they go. You don't even know if these Israelis, these people. We don't know nothing. All we, we, all I'm saying, please, again, tonight, folks, and we're wrapping this up tonight, we've talked about the spiritual realm, a higher way of pleasing most high. You can go even higher than these scriptures. As Brian and Brother John just laid it out, what if you say, well, I never, like Brother 24 Dread said, what if you say, I ain't never said, I don't even understand all that. I don't know, man, I, ain't, I can't read. I'm blind. I can't even hear how about that? I can't hear and I can't see. You got to go with the circumcision of the heart, Romans 2 person. You got to make sure your heart is right. Are you doing things to destroy the environment? Are you doing something? Because you, can, you can't destroy the environment. It's a part of these laws. Live by your conscience. You know when you're mistreating somebody. No, I'm shocked by how Africa in the so-called backwoods, they have all of these uh Councils and they when they when somebody's raped or something they bring them before these councils they don't have no laws and they and their civilization check this out <laughs> their civilization is heavier in our civilization their civilization live long in our civilization their civilization have a strong immune system in our civilization uh, they understand animals they get along with the animals the animals love the Africans they love the Bushmen they hate us they eat us. They can walk by the lions these people live light years ahead of us with all these scriptures and all. 
Man, please live by the spirit, the Maya, as the as the uh, Egyptologists say. And, and that's where I'm at. I'm serious. These the Bible can be debated until forever, and none of us have proof we weren't there. But the spirit is inside of all of us, as Brother Twenty Four Dre was saying, that inner spirit. So I hope I hope we all hear. We all on the same page tonight. Brother John, listen, I don't know what to say to you, man. I'm so thankful you stopped by here. Just a different, you know, a different take, a different, uh, you know, uh, and then you come at a different angle, and we needed that, I'm telling you. They hear me all the time, and they think that I'm cuckoo because I say the same thing all the time, all the time. But I'm telling them I already know this stuff. I, I, not that I know everything, not that I'm better than them, but a lot of this stuff, man, we've been arguing stuff in Cincinnati, Columbus, Tulsa, Oklahoma, ORU, and the wee hours of the night and Bible studies, Dallas, Fort Worth, the Bible Bell, going up against these religious people, trying to be justified by the law. This is old, old news. So, brother, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show. Brother John, any closing words before I end out? Nah, man, we just give praise to God. I appreciate it. Being able to kick it with you, Seth, you know how we do. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen, man. I wish, I wish, and pray that your uh, real estate ventures are successful, man, and and, and that you prosper. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go ahead and put you, go ahead and uh, put you on hold, and I'll just talk with you later. All right? All right. All right. Holla. All right. Anyway, that's brother John Clark of uh, Kentucky. Uh, that brother. And I, I miss him. And boys have some good Bible studies. You talking about some good Bible studies? Just imagine, Brother Gabriel and me, and uh, it's, it's, it was like a Brother Gabriel. That's who Terry was kind of like. We, we call him Brother Yahshua. And uh, then we had Brother John, and and then um, can you imagine all those personalities trying to have a Bible study? It was something. And we have women, too, but that's a lot, and we'll talk about them later. But anyway, folks, thank you all for listening tonight. I want to go out with a, a, a song that's going to pretty much uh, kind of just keep bringing it all home. And uh, there's some little older songs, but they got some strong messages. And uh, that's the way we're in this show. Listen, I really enjoyed tonight more than any show I have in a long time. I think we in the end agreed. I mean, all of us on the same page. That's what I really believe, and that's what I Hope to accomplish. I don't know no more than y'all. I mean, I don't hope. Hopefully, I'm not coming off like I know more than anybody else. But one thing I want to say real quick: tomorrow, tomorrow night, tomorrow night we have another show. This is a special. We don't know have shows on Wednesday. Tomorrow night we got a sister talking about spiritual warfare like you have never heard. I'm telling you, this is the real deal. She actually is with the sister Georgia. She's uh, the sister that reads for sister Georgia, and she's explaining. Her and I and some other people are going to really reveal spiritual warfare, things we go to with evil spirits, angels, familiar spirits, and we're doing this to the Israelites. This is message mainly to the Israelites that don't believe in the spirit and the Egyptologists, those that really don't have a, a lot of respect for the spiritual world. We are coming at you tomorrow and letting and challenging you and saying, hey, what about this? What about that? Experiences, dates, time, places, people, Encounters with evil spirits, angels, the unexplained, not trying to just spook you out, but just trying to let y'all see. Y'all are missing a whole nother rim, again, trying to take us back to just Egypt, as the brother was saying yesterday, and building a, a nation, a government, social, political, economic. We ain't trying to be another little uh, a nation with, without the Most High. We need the Most High and need the morals, my art, as y'all call it, and then we can have a nation. 
But you give a nation to the African Americans right now, they will destroy themselves and we'll look worse than we look right now. So it's very, 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 very important. Y'all listen to this show tomorrow. This sister and I and some other brothers, it's going to be probably several of us, and we're going to drop some bombs on y'all. Uh, not not in a, a vengeful way, but y'all just need to know, as many of y'all, after the show yesterday and last three shows, we figure these people do not believe in the spiritual realm. They don't understand. There's too much emphasis on physical Africa, physical ancestors, physical. And, yes, there's a lot of things that we need from the physical realm. We need our respect of our ancestors and the teachings of our ancestors, but it really is all about what we were 10,000 years ago. We were spirits. We were spirits, folks. We are spirits first, then are we Natural. Then are we Africa? And after all, ask yourself this question: Why do a lot of Egyptology never talk about Indians? Never talk about India has a billion people. What do you have for them? What if they listen to the show and they hunger for the Most High and they want to um, please the Most High? There is nothing for them. You got to ask yourself: If a religion, if, if, if a religion does not acknowledge, does not help. If, if your relationship with the Most High, not religion, but if your relationship with the Most High does not invite whites to come and be, even Farrakhan, as much as he seemed like he hates, and I know he don't hate, but this brother even let people know that white people, you need to repent, you know. You need to, if you don't have something for our white brothers and sisters, and yes, I did say I love them, and I'm not embarrassed for saying that. Are you crazy? Of course I love white people. I don't ever, ever, ever take that back. I love all people. I hate evil. So, I mean, how can y'all talk to the Egyptologists and, and those Israelites out there that think like this too? How can you think it's all about Africa? It's the craziest thing. Do you realize the reason why Egypt is not standing today because Israel, Egypt got a moral problem? Come on, folks. Let's do better than that. Let's do better than that. Love everybody. These Indians going to one day, if we rule like y'all think we're going to rule you Egyptians, then we're going to be top again, right? Okay, these Indians are going to have to come to you. How are you going to treat them? You're going to reverse it, do what they do to us, do to them what they did to us, or mistreat people? I'm just saying, all you that mistreat Africa, you're going to do that to the Chinese? What do, what do your message have for the Chinese? See, what I'm talking about tonight is everything I've said tonight, the Chinese can listen to this show and benefit. Everything I said tonight, the Indians can listen to this show and benefit. Everything I tried to tell the brothers yesterday, they'll to show benefit. But what them people was talking about was just Africa and changing names, places, and things. And y'all got to understand, Africa had a moral problem. Not all of Africa, not all of the Kemet, but it wouldn't have failed. It would not have failed if they had not turned to wickedness. Hate Israel all you want. But all that was black. Israel was black. The whole planet was black. It don't matter. You Maybe Israel wouldn't call Israel. So where we got the names wrong. The moral of the story is your forefathers turned from the Most High, and that's why they got their behinds whooped. Now you want to go and try to worship the ancestors, them disobedient, knucklehead people you're trying to worship. You better worship the Most High. Leave them people in the ground, respect them, 
and try to glean from the ones that was obedient and mostly try to glean from the Holy Spirit as he leading guys and talk to I'm just not down with what y'all saying. And sad thing is you might be telling the truth. Maybe those names will change. Well, who cares about a name? Like I said, let's go high where the eagles fly. Let's please the most high with that circumcision of the heart by the Spirit, like 24 Dread and I was talking about earlier. Folks, that's the best I can do. Good night. Check this song out. I played it earlier. I'm going to play it again. If you love the Most High, if you love Rob, if you love Allah, you'll be down with this song. You'll be trying to please the Most High. Maybe you don't say Lord. Maybe you say something else. All those names Brother Bavier was saying. Whatever you call him, your heart got to be where this, this person is saying. Listen to the words of this song, folks. Good night. Love every single one of y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. 